Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you should run away from, uh, you know, those kind of terms, really, I guess. Don't forget, many of people these days have made, even back in the old days, have made Jesus a false idol. He never said, worship me. He always said, worship the Father. Yeah. Um, he was a yeah, smart guy. That's like a him. good story, guy. Because, you know, if I come and tell you a message and, and, and somebody kills me, don't forget the message. The message is always, the word is always God. Well, yeah, it's probably, I'm not expert on the Christian Bible, of course, because, you know, I really don't care about it. I just know it's harmful to the white people and basically the reason white people are in the situation they are, you know, and always have been. Yeah. Like Well I'm trying to explain to you is because the reason we're in the shape we're in because no one listens to the creator. You got a bunch of people rebellious, you know. They won't listen to the daddies and some people have no daddies. Preach, brother. Well, I mean, can I jump in uh, here? Is uh, I just want to say, um, I, you know, if you're putting race above your religion, then I wouldn't be, you know, super critical of you. I think you're probably a good person, but you know, as, as Damon was saying, um, you know, the creativity religion is kind of like a an emerging religion that is that does have uh, martyrs. And does have like a, a clear-cut plan of uh, survival and uh, expansion for the white race. Whereas, you know, when you talk about the Christian Bible, which you know you could argue that uh, you know both ways in terms of things that are you can want to you know that you want to interpret as being pro-white, but then um, pretty much uh, it fails because, especially today, because all the churches are infiltrated. And they had, you know, inherent weaknesses within the Bible that allowed this situation to take place where you have, you know, it's, you know, modern Christianity is uh, anti-racist, anti-white, and uh, Marxist, you know, egalitarian, and uh, pro-race mixing, uh, you know, all those things which are very, very uh, bad and causing our destruction, so... That's why people like Damon and myself, uh, you know, we don't want to uh, attach ourselves to that. And we have left that, uh, you know, that whole thing because it's, you know, I don't see any salvation coming from that personally. Could we possibly say being 
pro-white is an idea. It's a big idea. It's not really a color or not really a generational heritage. It's an idea. Well, I'm uh, not sure what you mean by that exactly. Uh, an idea of I righteousness. An idea of God-like status, because doesn't God accept all who follow his commandments? Well, yeah, see, where we're having trouble is, like, I'm an anti-Christian, so I do not believe in any God, so, like, I don't uh But would you accept him. all who follow your ways? Well, I mean, but I don't worry about what an abstract, abstract imaginary God would Command or think of me or anything like you that. Imagine yourself as God, though. You create a company. Don't you accept all who can do the work and follow your orders? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're uh, kind of going a lot of different directions. I mean, it. I mean, I have a racial point of view, so I mean, as far as that, what comes to my mind is like you know, affirmative. Affirmative action and equal opportunity employment and stuff, which I don't believe in. Those are Jewish laws that are meant to be anti-white. So, not for abolishing that and their well, old Jewish allegedly system. Hitler killed Jews, but weren't the Jews white as well? So, how do we determine what is white? No, well, the the Jews. The, let me jump in here. The right. um, the Jews are not white. Um, you can uh, you can prove that they're not like they themselves admit that they're not white Europeans. Um, they have uh, a whole host of uh, genetic diseases that are inherent within their their bloodlines um, that are not part of uh, European genetic weaknesses unless you're mixed with them. Um, so. They're very, very different from uh, whites. I mean, you know, see, you know, if you're saying that you're CI, then you know, you could interpret that as being, you know, they're the spawn of Satan. Which, you know, from a creativity point of view, um, it's not that different, really. But uh, it's more of a natural perspective in the sense that they have proven themselves to be enemies of white Europeans, not just, uh, you know, in our lifetimes, but for quite a while. So. That's an obvious thing that is, you know, if you're a normal thinking person, you want to oppose your enemy and, you know, at least defend against the things that they're doing to destroy you, which Christians uh, at various points in time, uh, European Christians have done, but they have not been, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, consistent in the sense that they've failed ultimately. And then now... Modern Christianity, you know, I'm not talking about CI, um, but modern Christianity is very much uh, has failed the white race and has and is working alongside uh, the Jews to destroy the white race in a very clear and open way. So you cannot, uh, you have to. That's why, you know, like I said, myself and uh, Damon have, uh, you know, we're not even really interested in debating it. In circles because it's proven itself to be, especially now, uh, very anti-white. So it needs to be abandoned and it needs to, it needs to be replaced. And my, you know, earlier I was talking about uh, the breakaway concept uh, that we have to uh, 
not just uh you know in our minds you know free ourselves from these you know uh false ideologies and traps and uh enemy religions and uh, all that kind of stuff we have to actually do things that are going to be you know uh pro white so like not you know you know that are by definition pro white so that things that you can you know easily see that are making uh positive changes in your life and those that you care about which are other white people that are going to be leading to better things versus uh just an idea of, of you know like a consciousness of being favorable to white people i mean even that doesn't work because you, even if you know you want to be that way like what i was going to get into at one point one of my bullet points is um that a lot of white people today are anti-white so you can't just you know be openly and you know uh naively pro-white because then you're going to you know accept people that are actually enemies even though they're white so it's kind of complicated to some extent but um it's important to have a pro white mindset but it needs to come with a lot of uh kind of side notes that would you know make are yourself you, are uh, you too familiar with the new Netflix scandal going around uh, yeah it's all attention to white people yeah yeah the show yeah but my question is we, we need to how do you determine what is white what what are we looking for because there's a guy who trolls these calls named Donaldson and I verbally yep. kicked him out of the white race for his, uh, n- what we call nigger in up the calls. Is it an attitude? <laughs> is it a style? What, what, what are we, how do we get a uh, a plan? Um, well, yeah, Donaldson has called in one time when I was, a, when I was a guest on here and, uh, you know, with the creativity religion, you know, someone that, you know, race mixes, and produces, you know, non-white kids, which is, that would be, you know, arguably enough to say that you're not going to be really uh, forgiven or anything like that um, to a large extent, unless you maybe were to change your ways and start having white kids and being, you know, very avowedly pro-white. But uh, what I would say is, uh, you know, shows like that, I mean, that's kind of just, we all know that the media is anti-white. So, I mean, Damon would agree with me on that, that these shows are just perpetually going to be anti-white until white people take take back our civilization, which we're trying well, the, to talk about. The host, yeah, you know, yeah. I believe the host said he doesn't believe in God or Satan. But from my perspective, it is this anti-white campaign going on for many years for no reason is is evil to me. They want to tear down anything, oh, yeah, of, I mean, anything of righteousness, anything a creator does, anything that's in order. They want they want chaos so they can control it. It's it's a plan from the evil doers. If you ask me. Yeah, but you believe that 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 it's, okay. Go ahead. It's, it's better to speak in realistic terms instead of abstract, because you know the enemy are identifiable as different groups such as you know the Jews or whatever they want to call themselves Hebrews and they've gone by different names and maybe there's different branches of Judaism and Abrahamic religions but you know whatever they want to call themselves they can be identified as people instead of like calling them an abstract 
devil or Satan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, as I said before, it's the people that call themselves Christians and are on the, like, how do you call it, God or Jesus side that are actually doing the most harm to the white people by, you know, adopting non-whites and, you know, fighting and protesting for them. Yeah, they want, uh, (laughs) they even want to bring in Muslims and stuff. I mean, and anything that, you know, Christians did that was positive in the past was not because they were Christian. It was more that, you know, you had a more white racial society at that time. Are you familiar with this new thing called Chris, Christalom, or were they trying to merge the two? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a crossbreed, pun intended, it's a crossbreed between Christian and Islam. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that because I have talked with a mainstream Christian before. Well, the argument, and he was proud that him and his friends and their little, like, college Bible study group, I guess, converted a Muslim to Christianity. So, let's say that's the thing is, you know, we're against people that make basically religion first in their life as, you know, basically they think, uh, you know, there is no race, you know, that religion comes first. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but one one thing I was trying to comment back on before you're saying that the problem is that people don't uh, follow traditions or listen to their elders, basically. It, but uh, which, I mean, most of the you know, the recent ancestors have all been wrong, you know, because they've been keeping, you know, Christianity around and for a long time now. But that's not, obviously not since the beginning, just like, you know, before you started listening, we were talking about how Odinism was not really, even at the beginning, it gets closer. But still in the beginning, obviously people did not have any religion you know, they just had to follow nature's laws, which, you know, every living creature has to. There's no choice in that. You know, everybody had yeah. to just observe nature's laws. So really, you could say creativity was, by default, the original religion. And then came, you know, at least for the white people, you know, probably Odinism. And then later, different forms of Christianity and, and such like that. So, well, like back of, in the just to, um, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say is uh, you, you know it was interesting what you brought up there with the the merger of uh, Christianity and Muslim, you know, uh, Islam there because what they're doing. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I've heard that what they're teaching in schools now is uh, you know that uh, you know we need to be like you know favorable to Muslims. <laughs> so, like, even the Christian, uh, like, you know, Christian or traditionally Christian schools in America, they're teaching, you know, that we need to be that way for to these kids. I mean, that's how bad things are. 
Um, that's what I'm saying is um, things are boiling over. This, this, you know, this anti-white, especially you know, uh, just blatantly anti-white male. Like if you're a if you're a white uh, heterosexual European male, uh, you you know you're the I think more and more are, are you know recognizing that you know you're we're you know we're the target, <laughs> and it's uh, becoming very clear. And uh, you know um, you know you sure you can argue that people like yourself that are you know heterosexual white Christian uh, you know traditional Christians uh, are also the enemy too you know by the standards of the system because um, you know you might feel that way but. What we're saying is that uh, you have to examine the the whole Christian thing to really recognize that it's got a lot of flaws and it's not uh, explicitly pro-white. So it's not really going to carve out a future for white people, you know, if we're not going to be, you know, define in, in, in a clear way what it means to be pro-white and to, to live a pro-white uh, lifestyle. So that's the key thing that what I'm trying to say here, and I think uh, Damon agrees with me about that. It's very difficult to teach this, talk this stuff in what they call public. So we get on these calls kind of more in secret to do it. But uh, yeah, it's more of an individual thing, a lifestyle that your friends and family, so where, you, where things are good and people see that things are good and they want to be like you and you just share your wisdom with them. You know, you feel a white man, but yeah, Christianity is a great religion. Uh, I would even go back further than that and forget about Christianity and just stick to the five books of the Torah because, you know, there's some good morality in there. But the uh, King James Version, well. we want to call Christianity today. <laughs> we, a friend and I that's on my call usually, Face One, believe that the King James Version came out because of the new world, the new legal system for those who didn't want to be uh, in the church or stay at home, they get out into the public and you know create these big corporations and whatnot. So they had to create a new legal system. They think the King James version I mean, is that legal yeah, system I mean, because all, that's what they yeah. that's what they still swear on in courts is the King James version of the Bible. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard all this. I know all this. What you're talking about. It's just that you know when you say that you know you're implying that white people wrote the Torah. I mean, you know, I would strongly disagree with you there. Uh, you know, Jews wrote the Torah, and you know we would argue that Jews wrote the Bible as well. You know, when you know the Roman uh, Empire was falling, you know they created the Christian faith, and the, and the Jews wrote the Bible so that they could ultimately undermine the white race, which you know is proving to be you know. So, you know, I I don't agree with being Christian per se. I don't think that's the way forward. But I don't think I don't think you're a bad person. You know, I'm not going to say that you're. I think you're you're pro-white, and I think you're a good person. So I mean, I'm not going to. Well, see, I, that's you know, what I'm confused on. Yeah. Is um, I don't know anything about the Torah. I do know the King James author as the. You know, that's a good. I don't know if King James is white, but when we're talking about a pure white race, <clears throat> you know, you, do you judge it on skin, or do you judge it on people's? I mean, you guys policy. You guys think that the uh, the CIA. You guys think that the um, the Jews hijacked. You know that white people, you know, pure Aryans wrote the the Bible, and that the Jews hijacked that for themselves. Is that correct? Uh, I, no, I have no opinion on that. Or? What I'm trying to ask is, oh, okay. 
this this great white race that you're talking about, how do we determine what that is? Unless it's an idea that we create no, I stuff. Mean, you can, I, I would say, well, you got a scientific perspective. You can prove uh, through genetics, uh, genetic testing and so on, uh, and all that, uh, that... Uh, how do you, you know, determine white is what I'm between... saying. How, how do you determine white? And if someone looks okay, white, well, how do you determine that? Sure. Well, just just looking white is not good enough because, you know, just, even if you're, you know, you're provably European white, that's not good enough because you can be an anti-white, as, as I was alluding to earlier. So, like, you can be a Marxist uh, hater of white people and want to see, you know, white genocide happen and, you know, you're okay with the system, which is dog and all that. So, I mean... Just because you're white doesn't make you good or moral or pro-white or you know anything like that. So it's just it's not surface level. I mean, you have to look deeply, uh, you know, into someone. I mean, the white race is, uh, you know, it is diverse. It's the most diverse group. I mean, the mud races are not diverse. They're just a mixture of black, brown, and uh, Asiatic. So it's. Uh, it's more complicated with the white race, I guess, um, because of the fact that a lot of other people wanted to find themselves based on their ideologies. Um, so yeah, that, you know, just, you know, being white is not good enough. You have to be, you know, pro-white and you have to know, you have to think clearly and you, you really should, uh, be a creator. Um, especially today. Okay. Got you have, yeah. yeah with, with that, we do have another caller. So, uh, Hold on a moment, and we'll bring him in, see if he has comments on what we've been discussing. Sure. And I'll call him Dixon, but his name's actually longer, so how's it going, Dixon? Hello? Hi. How are Go you? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just trying, I just came in listening to guys speak. Um, that would be the question I would have. What are you guys truly basing this white race on? Like, what is it exactly? Well, I think Victor, you know, sufficiently covered that for the most part. I mean, everybody, you know, if you are white, obviously you're born white, but that doesn't mean that you're pro-white and for the best interests of the white race. So uh, that's where the distinction comes, you know, because, I mean, a lot of people that are white are actually against, you know, white people. So, okay. <laughs> and, uh, Wait a minute, is that Aquila? It is. Oh, I know who she is. She's a dark-skinned lady on another call. She likes a she likes old white guy up there in West Virginia or Virginia. She likes that white <laughs> she likes that white man. Is she is she accepted? Well, you said that she's next. I guess. Hold on. Of course, I'm accepted. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna say this. Let's say you just when I together, I think you guys are speaking out. Just one provide. Which I, I'm fine with that. That you don't want to mixture with any other race, that no matter if Asian, Chinese, or if you Spanish, just want pro white. I have no problem with that. 
But let me ask you this. If you're pro-white, that's all you wish for. They have black people just want pro-black, nothing mixed with it as well. I don't mind the mixture at all. That don't mean I hate white people or I hate any race because I believe God created all of us. Um, and for that reason, you're going to have, make sure you're going to have some wish to be just pro-white, which I'm good with that, or pro-black, I'm good with that, or mixture, I'm good with that as well. So the pro-white, you say, if one of you guys gets sick and you need somebody's kidney or you need whatever to save your life, you would not matter where that kidney came from, whether it was black, Chinese, you probably would use it. That's a frivolous that argument. Because I don't accept anybody's body parts. That's foreigners right there. Well, I do not as well. But I'm saying in that case, if someone did, um, would that make them anti-white or not pro-white or, See, you know, in I'll, that I'll perspective? Okay. Okay, well, um, first of all, yeah. First of I all, say, but go ahead. no, I mean, if you're okay, for example, like, let's just say like you're, you're one sixteenth or one thirty second, uh, you know, you're, you got a, some non-white, but you're mostly white. Okay. Uh, white Spanish or whatever you are. Okay. Let's say if you're pro white and you want to see the white race survive, because, you know, the reason why we're pro white is because the white race is under attack and like, we're only less than 10% of the world's population and we're, and we're falling. So, I mean, you know, it makes sense to be the way we are. It's not a strange thing or something odd. It makes perfect sense to be, to be the way we are. And if you're pro-white, then, you know, I don't have a problem accepting you in the sense that you can help us and you could try to not be part of the anti-white establishment, et cetera. Um, So, you know, in terms of the the organ thing, I mean, uh, I, you know, I would want to, I would take if I had to do that, I would take uh, a non-white organ if I if I had no choice to survive. But preferably, I mean, you want to take someone that's you know, related to you so that you don't reject the organ because your body's immune system is going to try to reject it if you don't have enough uh, genetic uh, relatedness to. To that organ, so you know. Also, callers, don't forget yeah. all this stuff we see in the news media may be employed by George Soros. Now, I don't know the guy personally, but he was, you know, he may be still having years of animosity towards the white race for what was alleged yeah. over there in Germany. So, a lot of stuff we see in Black Lives Matter and all this anti-white culture going around, you know, it may be uh, orchestrated by certain. High-profile people. Well, yeah, of course it is. But I'm saying if the white race dies out, you know, people like the caller here, you know, they are going to do bad things to you, to your groups as well. I mean, the, you know, the white race is is the, really the only ones that put up a fight against this corruption. So I mean, if you if you um, could recognize that the fact that you know they're going to do bad things, if we're gone, they're going to keep doing these bad things and uh, make life miserable for you guys too. So it would actually make more sense for you, you know, you not to be anti-white to, you know, not participate in destroying the white race uh, in a general sense because that's what's uh, being promoted uh, across the world pretty much. So, um, 
But like I said earlier, I mean, it makes perfect sense for people, for white men especially, to be the way we are, to feel the way we feel. I mean, it's in line with, uh, uh, you know, being, uh, trying to survive pretty much because, you know, you're not surviving if you're going against yourself or your people. I mean, you're going to, there's going to be a consequence from the natural world or if you want to believe like, uh, you know, our other caller does, you know, you're against uh, your God and so on, which us creators, we don't believe in, you know, supernatural God. So we want, we embrace uh, the natural world and what we can see and, and, and uh, experience. And, and remember, that. Jesus is going to come back yeah. on a white horse too, not a black horse. He don't want to come. He don't want to come back and find his house with rap music and his camels on twenty inch blades and stuff. Can, can he come back uh, tomorrow and uh, you know make everything right? He don't want to come back and see his prophets with their pants hanging down like prison bitches. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know you're joking around, but that's my argument. You know, with people that believe that there's some higher being supernatural that uh, made everybody is, yeah, I would still be against that deity because it made my natural enemies, you know, know, as being a white person, you know, for the white race, I view all other races as the natural enemies. And there's, there's no choice in that, in that it's nature, you know, uh, I mean, what we got going on now is a lot of people trying to get along, you know, no matter what the expenses or the the consequences, because, you know, there's a large amount of non-white on white crime and violence, you know, black on white violence is you know, rampant and everywhere. I mean, all rape against, you know, interracial rape is 100% white against, I mean, (laughs) is 100% blacks against white. You know, there's no white uh, rape black people. Well, it's like nothing. It's like one or two a year or something. Don't forget George Soros about one of these things being orchestrated. Many of us believe our history books have been changed. I was talking about a lot of the stuff we see has been orchestrated. It's in the news media that gets you to think that there's a problem when there is none. There's order out of chaos. But many of us believe a lot of our history books have been changed to make people think that they were oppressed. And I just don't see any evidence that I just don't see any evidence six million Jews were killed. And I don't see any evidence that whites are going out in white sheets and just murdering every, you know, hundreds and thousands of blacks. I just don't see it. Yeah, but, I mean, the the objective of, you know, creativity and creators, which are the followers of creativity, which is not a God religion. That's the first thing to understand is, you know, white people are the creators of civilization, and that's, it's, you know, it's those uh, terms are, you know, uh, meant for conversation, but then, you know, it, it involves a lot of explanation, which is kind of tiresome, you know, after a while, really. So, <laughs> but that's how it was kind of designed for. But, uh, 
you know, the purpose of it is not for to figure out how all people can get along, you know, which is impossible. You know, that's what the anti-white try to do, you know, and they cause a lot of casualties and pain and suffering in their, you know, quest for the impossible, you know, of having a multiracial society. Yeah, that noise wasn't me. Well, that that order out of chaos I mentioned earlier, too, if you see the protests recently with UC Berkeley, a lot of these riders aren't black. Yeah, a lot of them are Jewish, and they're Jewish-led. Yeah, I mean, even when the blacks don't buy the BS from George Soros or whoever's funding these operations, they go to the, you know, young, dumb Jews or the college students to do their bidding. Well, that's that's not true because Black Lives Matter is funded by George Soros as well. So, <laughs> we'll say that those those blacks that that are paid to do that or do riot aren't true. They're just there for the money, or because it's a thing to do. Well, of course, and I'm not necessarily against the rioting because that does help uh, wake up a certain amount of white people when they observe these things, they naturally are against, you know, uh, lawlessness or, and stuff like that, which I'm not saying that's a, a good outlook either, but, I mean, for in that instance, you know, all the universities are anti-white, they're all owned by Jews, so they can go ahead and tear it apart. You know, it's kind of funny when uh, the anti-whites destroy anti-white institutions, you know, so I'm not somebody that's going to be upset about that, or you know, wait till them liberal degenerates get a house or family of their own. They'll quickly turn and say, we need borders, language, and culture real quick. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure, no, but... There's no guarantee of that, though. I mean, a lot, a lot of them are... Um, you know, a lot of these big cities are being destroyed by. Uh, well, they're not fully liable stuff. yet. You know, a lot of these young people aren't fully liable, so they they can get out and riot, do crazy, childish stuff. But if ever they're in a position where they create something, and they have liability for something, or they have to watch over their own property, it'll change. It'll change their perspective. Oh yeah, well, I mean maybe, could. but. Uh, but the the situation that white people are in now, you know, especially in the United States, you know, I don't go along with the uh, Trump let's make America great again now that it's, you know, over half non-white, you know, and whites are probably 5% or less of the world, you know. Uh, is, I mean, it's either... You know, the United States is totally run by Jews, so we don't want to help keep it afloat and keep the, you know, the misery going. You know, we're not trying to convert, conserve them in power. So ultimately, there has to be a breakdown of order. And then out of that, you know, it's up for grabs, and then you hope that you're able to then obtain the power. Well, let's not discredit something because it was 
orchestrated by Jews per se. That's that's part of uh, being a man is to take somebody's better idea and adopt it. And you can let the Jews think they're in control if you want, but they're—I don't think they really are. We're just taking a lot of good ideas, good family structure, good policy and country structure about building borders and stuff, and using that. Well, if the Jews think they control things, just let them let them pop up and start bragging, and, and they'll, they'll be they'll be cut down real quick, like like God did in the scriptures. He put them out in the desert for forty years. Yeah, that's why I was going to ask you: What are you claiming are like? Jewish, you know, unique concepts, which obviously is not, the concept of borders is not Jewish because in Europe they had borders amongst each each other and they fought over territory long before they probably came into contact with any Jews. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's like that old thing about a snake or something crossing a river. Something that can't swim. Was a scorpion uses a frog to get across the, to the river, and once they're on the other side, the uh, scorpion stings the frog and goes on about its business. So you can use the juice of the frogs to get to where you're going. You just don't have to, you know, be. Well, the Jews are in power, and they're doing everything they can to destroy white people. I mean, look at all the laws they made. They're definitely not on the white people's side. They don't consider themselves white, but they have that complexion so, you know, they mixed into so and some of their facial features, you know, from the mixing they can kind of pass as white presenting and then also many of them get plastic surgery you know, especially to their nose and other Jewish features are, you know, cosmetically. These old synagogues of Satan Jews, are you familiar with the synagogue? Well, I don't really like to get into all the details of everything because that can take several lifetimes to, you know, go through all the, the nonsense that they have written and claimed and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, don't try to delve into that. Well, uh, being a Jew has more to do with circumcision of the heart when it comes to religion. But uh, and I see your point on the, <laughs> the ethnicity. Some of the uh, some of the people are the religion of a Jew, but not the nationality of a Jew. Well, yeah, you said circumcision of the heart, but there's you know several white people that are circumcised, and that doesn't make you Jewish. That's just like a body mutilation that's part of, you know, that used to be more exclusive to the Jewish uh, people before, you know, but now it's kind of a custom even in white nations, countries, or among white people, obviously. So, We need to get some pointers one day like Dave Chappelle did on what is white. We need to get some, write down some definitions and strategies <laughs> and parse, parse this out and form our own club. Well, I mean, that's, you know, meant to be more of a divisive topic, I'm sure, because, I mean, if you're going to ask that question, then why don't we ask what is black, what is Jewish? You know, what 
what is, uh, you know, mestizo, which people call Mexican, because now that's a mixed breed race, so there really is no, no such thing as the Mexican people or race. They're just a hybrid, you know, of uh, mostly Spaniards and then the Mongolian Indians that, you know, the Aztecs or whatever were in this region of the United States, yeah, that crossed over from Asia. So, I mean, basically, there's only three pure race, racial bloodlines, probably, and that would be the white European, the black African, and then the Mongolian type of Asiatic people, and then you know, the Jews, which kind of probably originate between those, are probably a hybrid of those due to uh, conflicts long ago and and everything, just like how the mestizo Mexican people formed, and now they just basically consider themselves as a race, you know? <laughs> That's why I go back to being white as an idea, because a good idea will accept all people who comply with that idea. It's like the good white people, the good white Masonic founding fathers. God bless them. It was a great idea, great structure, great order. Now look at the mess we're in today, because people don't want to listen. Well, I I disagree with that, uh, and I, I figure that's where you're coming from. Um, and that's the problem with, like, groups in the past that, you know, have made the pro-white scene look ridiculous, like the Klan, which, you know, is a Masonic group, you know, the 3Ks, 311, which no, is not, not, the, not the K, just, just the order. Come up with a plan. You're a creator. You have ideas. You have it planned out. You have rulers to measure, carpenters, so on and so forth. It's all about getting things perfectly matched, marked, and constructed, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, in that sense, I mean, architecture, I mean, that's obviously a a white creation. And, uh, I mean, nobody can argue that, uh, I mean, all the great civilizations are built by white people, and that's where the, you know, the name creator comes from, in creativity. But, I did have another caller named Walfan, which I believe is one of your associates. Walfan is a white man from New Zealand. Yes, yes. Yeah, he he hung up before I could bring him on. You got to watch him. He's a good white man over near Christchurch, New Zealand, but he will nigger up the call. Are you still there, Victor? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, guys, hold on a moment. Wall fan. Call back in. I'll give him a chance to make some comments. Go ahead, Wall fan. Hey, hey. How's it going? So, uh... Well, what's this call all about? I I just uh, I've never been on here before. 
Uh, I told you. I know you want you want to explain that, Roddy K. Since uh, you're kind of well, it's called to people awake, and it's a pro-white call. And I was just we were just discussing on what it means to be white and how do you how do you determine it and all that good stuff. <laughs> the law firm has some good ideas. He doesn't want to be in housing areas that are run down and whatnot. He was just talking about that last night on another call. Well, is there any reason Aquila's blocked on this call? Because Aquila is pro-white. Oh. And are those her words or yours? Yeah, those are mine. I'll let her speak for herself. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't really see color. Oh no. I'm I'm colorblind. I'm I'm colorblind. <laughs> Until you hear the rap music. No, I can quite I can quite happily listen to um, well, rap music. Is that correct? I can quite happily Yeah, I mean we're less segregated, I guess you could say. Do you see any kind when of when it comes uh, to color? I'll let the host carry the call, but I'm just curious. In New Zealand, do you see any kind of anti-white movement going on over there? I mean, I'm sure there is. I don't really associate or really have connections. I mean, we have, you know, we have gangs over here that um, might sway more to a particular color. Um, what is that color? But, I'm yeah, not in New Zealand. Know. What's that? What color is the gang swaying to? What are they? Well, I don't really want to talk about... No, you need to bring it out, brother. Bring gang. it out to the light testify tonight. Well, I mean, okay. My brother, he went to school with Oh, he's being around guy. the bush. Oh, my God. And um, he was all about putting... Um, tattoos of swastikas all over his body, um, you know, saluting Hitler. And he was pro-white, but he ended up um, dying recently. So, I mean, it's not a healthy... It's not a healthy lifestyle, I don't think. Well, I mean, you're... Um, saying that everybody has to be that way to be pro-white, which, you know, I am against people, you know, being uh, alcoholic drunks and chain smokers and being all tattooed up. You know, also, I don't like that type of uh, imagery, and I feel it's negative and is the main reason why, you know, a lot of people don't want to claim they're pro-white, you know, out of embarrassment or disgust, you know. (laughs) that you wouldn't want to be associated with, you know, the typical stereotype well, that, you know, what the Jewish is media persistent. First of all, can you explain like to me what biker, pro-white is? I don't like those biker types myself. Well, I yeah. use the two words pro-white, but I'm going to retract my statement because I don't actually know what pro-white is. I can presume what pro-white is, but I want to hear the American version of what pro-white is. 
if one could uh, explain that to me, that would be very nice. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's very simple. You're just a white person that is for the best interest of white people. I mean, it's that simple. It doesn't mean that you're part okay. of a specific gang or something like that. Yeah. Damon? That the host yeah, name Damon? Name. Well, what, don't you find it difficult? Like, I'm pro-white. But I, it's very... It's kind of difficult to, 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 to not cross the line where you're anti-another. If you're pro-one thing, it's very hard to not be anti-something else. So don't, don't you find it difficult to walk that line just a little bit? Well, wait, I mean, in creativity, it's not, uh, you know, if you read the books and the whole concept of it, which you know, I believe in creativity, and uh consider myself a creator. So uh, by that, you know, love and hate is two sides of the same coin, you could say, which, uh, yeah, to love your own, you have to hate that which threatens it or is a natural enemy of it, which, you know, is all the competitors. It's, you know, a natural enemy saying every species has, you know, races within it that compete for territory. So, you know, when they come in contact, there's conflict, of course. And, uh, you know, the strongest survive, and that, you know, is the might is right concept and uh, nature's highest law, you know, the survival of one's own kind. So, uh, yeah, it's creativity is not, you know, concerned with trying to coexist with its natural enemy. So, uh, yeah, it, so it doesn't try to hide, you know, it proudly admits that it is, against all of its natural enemies, yeah. Whereas other, many other pro-whites, they try to say, oh, no, we're just all about the love. You know, we don't hate anybody, which they're obviously lying, and it's more of a, you know, public image tactic, you know, for a temporary, you know, uh, objective, maybe, or something like that, but... I mean, people don't even believe that, so it backfires anyway. <laughs> I was explaining well, I to, to Damon their law fan that Donaldson was on this call a while back. Yeah. Okay. And I had to kick Donaldson out of the white race because he's the way he was behaving. <laughs> Would you not agree, law fan? Oh, uh, the, I don't know. I wasn't there, but like, how long ago was this? Like, About four weeks ago. You mean to, do you mean today or like, Probably like four weeks, weeks ago? But but with the way Donaldson oh, okay. behaves, I, I don't want him on our team. <laughs> well, wow. Yeah, the guy is talking about Donaldson. He is, uh, you know, he committed treason. You know, if he is a white person, you know, cause he, uh, he has mixed kids with a black woman, so, yeah, he's not, you know, accepted, you know, uh, as far as, you know, being pro-white, obviously. Okay, so you don't believe in uh, intermingling the races? 
Obviously, that's correct. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, okay, okay. Didn't didn't God uh, say go forth and uh, multiply amongst the people? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it takes a lot to catch you up to speed since you came in later. But this is not a trick. Then you know, Paul, you can share a show or creativity is an anti-Christian religion. So, I mean, that should cover a lot of that territory. We don't care what the Christian Bible says or any of its characters, you know, gave orders or commandments about. Like, we object to all of it. So, <laughs> so do you uh, do you follow the Talmud? Talmud? No. Well, I mean, to just make things simple, you know, that's all Jewish, you know, Abrahamic religion, so that's all uh, condemned by creativity, so. Okay, okay. Ah. So you say you're more uh, part of the secular society? Uh, I don't know what you're... You said secular, okay, like... meaning... Well, from my understanding of it, it's, it's like of like of no religion sort of thing. Well, well, I mean, creativity is called a religion. It's a pro-white religion. Uh, you know, there's there's reasons for its existence, but uh, usually secular is used like in uh, the Middle East. They have secular countries or zones, whatever, and that means, you know, all religions are welcome, so in that way, you know, no, because creativity does want to uh, surplant and eliminate all other religions, just as, you know, other religions want to do that also, like Islam wants to eliminate all, you know, non-Muslims, you know, and then there's only Islam in the end. And basically, that's what all other religions kind of want to do when they're converting people. They want to be the last religion standing, you know? <laughs> besides the other religions, yeah. you know, besides... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I agree um, in the sense when man's running the show, it becomes about man's law and when it negates from the fact that it's actually supposed to be about God's law but it um it gets watered down to man's version and it's quite obvious amongst the five O C three churches. Five O one C three churches when it's all about money. You know, and a watered down version of what uh God is all about. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're talking to somebody that does not believe in any higher being or a supernatural, you know, because it lacks proof. So, you know, there's no reason so to believe. Would you call yourself an atheist then? Yeah, I mean that's a an okay term, I guess. Uh, Which is non-theism, I think. Or non yeah, yeah, or you could just be more uh, 
you know, bold about it and just uh, anti all Abrahamic religions that I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't know, some people, you know, jump to other conclusions and stuff so based on words and, you know, I mean, people have confused yeah. things and complicated things so much that it, you know, involves a whole long explanation, you know, for people. So, so did you, did say, you the cooler? I noticed. What was that? Did you mute Aquila, or did she self-mute? Oh, uh, are you talking about Dixon? Yeah. Yeah, I I had her on before, and uh, she's a mixed race, and basically, I don't know, she doesn't have a problem with people, you know, not not that she's the authority to ask permission from, but, you know, she's like, she's all right with... uh, you know, races being proud of who they are and having their own, you know, separate, you know, places and everything like that. But, uh, you know, she doesn't have so, the... She obviously has, you know, uh, she's biased because she's mixed, so she has, does not have a problem with races mixing and stuff like that. So, I was just wondering if she's self, self-muted or did you meet her just... I'd like for her to at least be able to speak so we can put her in her place. <laughs> Pick yeah. up cotton woman. I had, I had to mute her because Victor was trying to respond and she was cutting in there and stuff. Plus, I don't want to hear a lot of, uh, you know, why can't we all get along type of talk. I mean, there's, that's basically yeah. the mainstream. Well, that's not because she's black. It's because she's a woman. She, she can't be quiet let a man speak. <laughs> So, so I'm sort of getting the picture, Damien, that you're of the type of um, where, like, all different races or colors should uh, stick to their own, stick amongst their own, only breed amongst themselves, and not intermingle, not not you know, have babies with different cultures. Um, Possibly not even work together, like at a job, you know, have, um, yeah, basically different societies. Yeah. Would I be uh, correct in saying that? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, separation, a lot of people confuse that with segregation, you know, which, you know, you're still, like, sharing, like, commons, at least, and stuff, and trying to you know, live among, you know, other races so, and stuff. But separation, and then that's, you know, obviously, you know, we need to get back to being separate before you can go beyond there, which, I mean, it's hardly worth, you know, really arguing about, you know, beyond separation at this point because that's a, you know, a major uh, task, you know, to uh, accomplish at this point right now <laughs> well yeah I was just going to bring touch on that and basically how do you propose this when we're clear, when the governments are clearly opening up the borders uh, New Zealand's opened up the borders we're getting a lot of um, Middle Eastern people come through a lot of refugees we never used to we used to have like 1% population of Middle Eastern people something like 20% Asian 
uh, 30% Indian, and then mostly the rest are like European white people, as well as uh, I think like 5-10% um, native Maoris, which are the indigenous people. Now, yeah, how do you, I'll just, how do you propose that when the world is going the other way? It's going more of opening up the borders and allowing more mixed races. Mixed. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I totally understand that. And there's, yeah, there's several people that have their own uh, strategies and tactics how to solve that. I mean, it may take a combination of a lot of different ideas in the end. I mean, you know, you need people maybe trying to tackle it politically, you know, and then you need people that are just outright violently opposing, you know, with assassination, and then you need people trying to do uh, just, you know, have larger white families. I mean, there's all different, you know, the full spectrum of activities that people can... uh, debate which is best, you know, and ultimately it's just whatever's best for them individually and then, you know, then you can, uh, you know, do those activities. <laughs> so, would you propose a new world order of, uh, like, zones? Like, creating zones amongst the planet? <clears throat> Where kind of like, kind of like the movie uh, Divergence, where whatever skill you have, that's the science society. You, but it's all by force amongst that um, civilization. You are forced to go to a society where the people are more like yourself, and you're not out amongst any other zones. Well. You know, there's people that have discussed a lot of, like, negotiations that could take place, like, where races separate, but, and that would be a peaceful way to do it, at least temporarily, until there's, you know, conflict again, because there always will be, because it's natural instinct of competitors and natural enemies to, you know, battle each other, even if there is a temporary uh, you know, negotiation, you know, at times. But, uh, but also, but, I mean, hear this out, because non-whites always want to flood to white countries, and that is to leech off of the people that are more productive and create a better civilization. You know, all worthwhile civilization. So you don't see white people trying to flood into non-white zones or areas to uh, leech off the non-whites. It's always non-whites wanting to leech off the white people. So that's why you cannot have the negotiation and have it respected, you know, the borders of white countries for non-whites to stay out because you know, they always want what we have. So it's going to have to ultimately, you know, no matter who is the last race standing, it's going to have to be a racial holy war to the end because there is no, you know, uh, 
negotiations that are going to be respected, honestly. So, so how do you how do you um, how do you deal with the concept of the metallic color, the metallic race? No, the metallic race. Do you leave You're metallic out of that? No, oh, as in metal. Talk- yeah, I know what he's talking about. Robots. Although their best, yeah, uh, their best album was black, so I don't know if there's something to that. <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> well, I mean, so, like, yeah, I mean that—that's something that you could, uh, you know. And I've heard shows where they have talked about uh, transhumanism, which you know is people becoming more robot-like and eventually just robotic, supposed humans. You know, I guess I mean they wouldn't really be humans then, but. Uh, I mean, I know you just kind of, you know, a lot of people, you know, that's for the most part like a time wasting topic. I mean, the it's not here really. I mean, it's. I don't well, my around. question, my question is: in the next twenty years or ten years, when they roll out the robot race, um, when like, how are you going to deal with that when you can't, you know, you can't get along with your fellow? colors amongst Earths. Well, like, how are you going to deal with something that's not human? You know, yeah, I, I mean, walk around, I don't see any robotic people. I probably won't in my lifetime. And they're always promising futuristic scientific advancements like that. Like, I mean, by now, you know, a long time ago, they said we would be, everybody would be flying around in cars like you're individual car, you're not talking about airplanes because they had those when they cleaned them. Dude, have you seen the robots they made already? Yeah. They're pretty I mean, damn you're awesome. Talking, you're talking about a prototype in a lab. They got... You know, no, no, I'm talking about actual machines that already exist. They, yeah, they I just mean, haven't not, released them yet in mass yeah, quantity. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not listening to my full explanation reply back is your problem. Okay, go yeah, ahead. They, yeah, I'm not denying that they don't have the technology in the labs, you know, and they have the, and they're like, you know, they could try to plan and fantasize about creating several of them and, and stuff. But, and that's what I'm saying. There is all these other promises or plans or however you want to say it, fantasies of the futuristic world of everybody flying around in cars and everything else, which, you know, all this time has went by where everybody was being so concerned with that and and it hasn't happened yet. I mean, all those people concerned with it have died, you know, a lot of them and stuff. So I wouldn't really get all... uh, you know, wasting all your time worrying about stuff until it's here. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Um, well, I myself, I, I, uh, <laughs> I have eyes on a Mexican girl right now, and you know I'm white, so I don't have a problem with that. 
You know. All right. Well, yeah, I muted him, which is Wolf, and and I mean, I was just kind of humoring him, or yeah, I know he's a a troll caller that's anti-white, and I knew that before I even brought him up because you know <laughs> the past shows and everything like that. Plus, I mean, the name Wolf, and I mean, he only cares about the law, which is anti-white. I mean, all the Jewish courts and all the anti-white laws of the system. I say fuck their law. I'm no fan of their Jewish laws. You know, no matter where they derive from. But uh, plus, he, you know, even though he's in Australia, he has the English accent from England, and they're pretty much little uh, proper speaking pussies. You know, they're pretty much faggots. You know that bend over and are non-confrontational. You know, and so polite. You know, even as their country is becoming all Muslim and. Yo, I mean, England is an embarrassment <laughs> of what they have going on there. I mean, the United States is too, to be fair, and in Germany and everywhere. But um, I don't know. I guess it's because you know we can understand English, you know, the language, and a lot of you know, for people from England talk, and it's. Yeah, they try to be so polite and everything. It's, they're totally cut. Yeah. So, but, Victor, you haven't talked for a while. I don't know if you're busy doing some or just haven't been able to get in there. So I'm going to go ahead and respond to some of this. <clears throat> you must be away right now or something. Uh, I don't know what you have to say about that guy, Roddy K. I can probably imagine, but <laughs> oh, he's an interesting caller. He he, tro- he trolls some of the other calls. Starts crab with our good white friend up there in Canada, Mike Miller. Gives him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about my name. Uh, Damon, you know, Damien and Demon, and uh, that's why I like it. Yeah, because it is, uh, you know, well, I don't see how it really originates from the, it's not really biblical in a way, but if it is, you know, it's... uh, He's scared of of a name of a good white guy, but he let a, a black guy named John run all over him. Yeah, I mean, I I pretty much, you know, because Christianity is so anti-white and has been uh, the cause for a lot of white people's problems, you know, I I do, uh, you know, for, uh, (laughs) you know, a lot of times, at least for, uh, you know, the counterpart, you know, I, uh, you know, I support anything that is against Christianity. Because, you know, with the death of Christianity, you know, white people's minds will be freer, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. 
since uh, Victor's not back yet, and Dixon is called back in, I'll see what she has to say. All right, Dixon, do you have any comment? Yes. Um, I, I'm not sure why I got unmuted. I mean, but okay, or muted in the first place. I've just said I'm not anti-white, and I don't, nor do I condone that. You know, it's white people. I'm not no way against white people. Not you know, I'm just against the roles of anyone. But just just to sing out white people, no way, or black people, no way. I'm not. You know, and you know, I can't help what you believe. You know, or you think about me. So. Um. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you just want pro-white, racist, or white, that's fine. I have no problem with it. So, I guess you have a problem if I think all blacks should be together or they could be mixed. So you say, but that's a that's one choice. So if you choose no. to just be completely only white, good. That's for you. Well, Go ahead. Well, the point is, is the mixing of the races, well, and when it involves white people, that is anti-white because it is diluting and contaminating the white gene pool. So whether somebody's trying to be anti-white or not, that's, you know, the definition and the result. (laughs) Well, what is your name again, sir? I... Yeah, my name is Dana. Damon, okay. Um, well, how do you know you're not mixed? Have you ever taken the blood test to find out? Yeah, I know I'm a, See, I'm a white. You, well, you can look white, or like you said, or you can have those thoughts, uh, which were all pro-white. But if you might check your blood screen, bloodline, you might be mixed with something that you don't know. So who's to say 100% everyone is a pro-breed? You will. See? You can't say that. But they've been taking these called com, And, you know, some of the uh, star famous people have been taking that. Um, they find out uh, Matt Damon and uh, uh, Ben Affleck. He was, uh, they was, they went down their bloodline and they found out they was cousins, but in his tent, generation. Okay, so you might find out a whole lot about yourself. Well, And if you find out you are mixed with something, then what you're going to do or say? Let me add to that, Damon. I got a question. Like I mentioned earlier, you're not anti-black per se. You're just more what you see in the media. You're tired of all the BS in the media. Well, wait, first let me reply to her because, you know, she's Taking it, and I won't deny that the typical white person probably knows nothing about their ancestry. So you know they would, you know they would say back, "Oh yeah, good point. I don't know," you know, and then they think that you know a lot of white people think they have Indian in them or whatever. But uh, yeah, my family has done research on the ancestry, so I know my ancestry, and. Uh, a lot of my family 
has not been in the United States since the beginning, you know, so there's not, like, all that history, you know, where they were here when, uh, you know, people were mixing with the Mongoloid Indians and during the slavery and stuff, like, none of my family's from the South, so there's not that question of, you know, mixing down there and all, you know, my family weren't, you know, involved in a lot of those things, so, uh, yeah, it's more uh, clear than uh, maybe some other people's families and and such like that. So, yeah, me personally, I know I'm I'm 100% white. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but okay. yeah. So, Roddy, what you're asking is, uh, I don't know the reason for my beliefs or the beliefs of creativity. Is it just a response to the Jewish media? I don't know. I mean, it's a re- definitely a response to the situation, you know, that has been going on for decades now. And uh, I'm with you, brother. Testify tonight because I didn't know I was a racist until someone told me I had to be one or I had to accept something <laughs> or what I was. Was I born a racist? I, I just see the way certain things go and have an opinion doesn't mean I'm racist. It just means, hey, quit that quit that mess. It's like they break a bunch of... I mean, it could be locally. It could be nationally. If someone brings a bunch of people to your house and you speak against it and start shooting, they'll call you a racist. No, it's just don't, don't encroach on me. But, I mean, well, you're going along with kind of the, the whole thing where uh, you know, you're supposed to uh, deny being a racist, like and stuff. I mean, whereas I'm proud, you know, to be called a racist. I am a a racialist, you know, because I mean, some people even say, you know, the term racist was coined by a Marxist communist from the you know Soviet Union and and such like that. But, I mean, you know, by the definition, and it was kind of like a you know, they designed it for something that, you know, all the politicians will deny and, you know, it's a reason to be persecuted if you are one or found out to be one. It's kind of like a, the witch trials, you know, a witch hunt, you know, besides like a racist hunt, you know, <laughs> where, uh, you know, it's okay to uh, persecute and, uh, you know, somebody that's white and for their own people, but a lot of those people don't apply that to the blacks, you know, they can be, you know, black power and and they're not uh, labeled that way because they frame it in that, you know, they have to be that to fight racism. They have to be racist to fight racism. And that's why they have these laws of affirmative action, which is anti-white and favors all non-white, you know, and, and people that aren't you know, heterosexual. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's the whole double standards and a lot of people complain about all those things. Um, So, I mean, it shows weakness when people try to back down from the term racist. I mean, there's situations where you might do that because of, you know, the consequences and the, you know, the type of 
social engineering environment that we live in, you know, with uh, workplaces and everything like that. So, I mean, there's, you know, you have to take your, you know, precautions when you need to and stuff. But, uh, you know, all people being able to speak honestly, uh, there'd be a lot different conversation publicly than there are now. Yeah, so. I like this call. I'm glad you're on. You just something to listen to besides that silly Divine Minds guy. You ever try to listen to that Divine Mind fella? No, I never heard of it. Oh, my God. You're safe. Well, uh, Wallfan is signaling that he wants to get back on here, so even though it's going to be chaotic nonsense, I'll go ahead and give him a little bit of time here. <laughs> but Divine Minds, that, that guest that's always on there, the expert, his name is White Wolf, so he might be all right. So uh, you have a rebuttal there, Wallfan, or what? I guess he's being quiet now. All right. Um. Oh, sorry. I was talking about uh, my mic was muted. I had to unmute it. Um, yeah, basically, um, I will forgive you for the comments you made about me, but that's all right. I'll let that slide. Um, basically, like, you know, like, basically, I was just, um, finding out what position you were coming from, and I got a pretty well idea now, and that's fine, I mean, I, I, I'm not hating, I'm not hating on yours and, uh, Roddy K's position, <clears throat> that's fine, if, if you want, you know, if, if that's your preference, to be amongst one colour, then so be it. And basically, the solution I was offering is um, maybe, just maybe, and in the future, you know, in the new world order, maybe, maybe they will set up a like the global society um, where it is zoned, where they've, they've basically, and this is what I believe is happening already. I mean, of course, I can't prove it, but I mean, it's just it's just an angle or a type of logic, I guess, um, that I do believe that the governments of the world are profiling each individual, and um, eventually they will set up zones in society, and whatever category you fit into, that'll be a part of the global society you will be assigned to go. And sure, if you want to be pro-white and only be amongst white people, why not? Why not do that? Why not have that? Well, you know, what do you think? Because cause clearly there's going to be an opposite position. Like I, I myself, you know, I'm in love with a Mexican and I'm a white guy. So, therefore, that is my preference. That is what I want. So, therefore, that is how my life should be. And I don't, I, I I like a society where it's mixed, because um, I like different people. But that's me. I mean, I get that. Um, so really, 
you your wants and needs should be met in the new global society, and then my needs and wants should be met. Well, you understand? Yeah, don't interrupt or I'll have to mute you, but, uh, you know, it's like your name, Law Stan. Well, you're not Dude. a fan of all. You're not the fan of all laws because all. Dude, I'm gonna hang up. If you're just gonna, if you're just gonna attack me, I'm gonna hang up because I just offered you a good solution, and you're not paying me the respect. Okay. No, don't threaten him to hang up. All right. I mean, I don't care if he's gonna hang up or what. I I, I muted him now. Now he did hang up, but because uh, I mean. I, I let everybody talk, but I want to be able to respond fully to everything, you know? <laughs> but, uh, especially when it's my show, I have that control. And uh, it was just, it's frustrating calling into other shows because they don't really allow for that, and it becomes a lot of chaotic mess, or, uh, or I just get censored, basically. <laughs> I don't have a lot of friends out there on other networks and stuff, but... Uh, I'm not personally attacking him necessarily, but, uh, you know, he's, he's claiming, you know, with his name that he's a fan of the law. Well, laws can uh, go either way, and they have in the past, and that's what I'm explaining is in the United States there were laws against miscegenation, which is mixing of the races, and actually how they did it, it was the law also against even marrying between races, you know, especially in the South, because that's where, uh, you know, the blacks were concentrated in the beginning, so they would have that concern, you know, immediately. And, uh, you know, those laws even held, you know, in, uh, in somewhat recent times, you know, in, like, Alabama was, I believe the last one to uh remove that law. But uh <clears throat> and then also even further in ancient history in uh India they had a caste system and you know the the white people there were not allowed to by law to mix with the you know, the brown uh, Indian people, you know, from India. And what they would do with the offspring of those mixing, they would kill the mixed offspring. So they, you know, violently enforced the caste system, which I don't believe in the south of the United States that they went that far. They just, uh, they thought they could avoid it by just having a law which, you know, and there's been other examples of that, too, throughout history, and it always fails, and you end up with a mixed population of people because of the, you know, the civil wars, which lead to mass rapes, and then you get all these mixed breed of people, and then, you know, and then obviously those that are willing to mix and create, you know, mixed offspring and such. So, it doesn't work. You have to be separated geographically. You know, uh, that's why segregation doesn't work because you're still, you know, having uh, multiple races 
live amongst each other, which is going to lead to all kinds of problems. So there has to be at least complete geographic separation, you know, and uh, until all races are eliminated besides one, and then that really, you know, however long that takes in the future, that's ultimately going to be the result on this planet Earth. Well, Damon, you're doing a good job. I believe if you do some more research, and if you haven't done already, you'll find out. I call it an evil spirit going around, but if it's not an evil spirit, it's some kind of fad. Well, these white women call them uh, snow bunnies are being encouraged to uh, produce more with with the dark-skinned fellas, mixed breeders. And... uh, a friend told me, because I don't know, but a friend told me it's hard to find any good porn these days without, you know, the interracial stuff being forced upon you. You know, every everything is black on white. Yeah, another thing that Wall keep going. Sorry, Wall fan. Okay. You know, Wall fan was talking about the New World Order. Well, the United States and all of America was referred to as the New World. And that, you know, when they, you know, came to this continent, they called it the New World because, you know, it was uh, newly discovered. And, you know, then, uh, you know, the European continent was called the Old World to differentiate between them. So, America is the New World. So, therefore, whoever's, you know, in control of that government is the New World Order by default. But, and, you know, that is the Jewish people, obviously, because they hold all the power positions, you know, in all of America, whether if you're talking about the United States and also in Canada. So. Uh, did you come back yet, Victor? You've been silent. I mean, yep, I'm uh, still here, man. All right. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, guys. I want to sign off and let you two continue. We've been interrupting a lot, I guess. So, Victor, good to hear from you. Yeah, take right. care. See you later, Roddy. Yep, I uh, listened to most of it. Tried to sit through, listen to most of it. But uh, like you said. Um, I'll just kind of say what I want to say in response to just most of what I heard is um, in terms of Christianity, because uh, that was brought up a lot, is um, you could even argue that uh, the reason why we're in the situation that we're in right now is because the Bible tells white you are muted worship Jews as their master. You know, the, Jesus is a Jew and he's God, you know, basically white Christians are worshiping their Jewish master, and then in secular society, uh, they're doing the same thing. So, I mean, you could argue that Christianity kind of led led to whites accepting themselves to be ruled by uh, Jewish power, and uh, which controls, you know, all the important elements of society. So, 
they kind of go hand in hand. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's a pretty strong reason just on its own right there to be the way we are, which is we're strongly anti-Christian and um, against all the religions out there, really, except, you know, creativity, creativity religion, which is, you know, clearly the only one that makes sense, uh, you know, if you'd only read the books. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, this call, as well as some of the other ones, you know, when we get people that are not uh, informed on creativity or a lot of the different, you know, pro-white arguments, that, uh, which kind of falls in the line of one of our bullet points is, like, the outreach efforts, you know, this is a good sample of the different types of conversations that you'll get into, you know, so, you know, if you're trying to recruit people or convince people. Yeah, uh, I, this, yeah I think this show was uh, really good. Um, I, I, I think it, you know, even though it kind of got distracted from what we kind of wanted to talk about uh, and focus in upon, there was a lot of good uh, callers that, uh, you know, that we might not agree, might not agree with fully, but, or at all. But uh, like you said, their contribution kind of highlights, I think, actually what we're trying to prove here and argue um, because it's a cross-section of the pro-white, you know, general pro-white, quote-unquote, movement, which, you know, I'm not going to deny that there are a lot of um, honest, uh, you know, pro-white Christians that mean well. I mean, there there is, and I'm not going to say that they're, they're against us because, you know, you know they're not in, in the sense of, uh, in a general sense. But yeah, because their weakness is, you know, Christianity, which we, you know, we're talking about and revealing the truth about. Um, it is a danger for us, for people like us that know the truth about it. And uh, you know, even in the pro-white pro-white movement, you have um, you even have the Satanists. There's like Satanists that are uh, that are just ideologically based that will accept anybody doesn't matter as long as they're Satanists. And then you have the racially aware kind of racist um, Satanists out there, which are like also anti-Christians. So there's there's a lot of different uh, things going on. And I was trying to make that point that one that one part there where I was trying to say how. You know, you have you tend to have not not just uh, the most diverse. You know, you have the actual most ethnic racial diversity within the right white race in terms of you know the basic stuff. You know that you can see the blonde hair, the brown hair, green eye, blue eye, et cetera, et cetera, and then different shades of white. And then you also have you know even you seem to have the ideologically uh, diverse aspect to it as well, where a lot of white people are very, you know, you have confused white people and you have people, white people following this and that religion. So, I mean, it's pretty, pretty fragmented and I think it's done on purpose. Obviously, the Christian divisions are were done on purpose because they didn't want to have, you know, a united Christian thing going on. And now that, you know, even if there is, they're going to subvert it and they already did that. So, especially you can see that with, you know, the Catholic uh, Christianity is that, it's united to be all Catholic, but then they're following the Jewish anti-white 
propaganda and political agenda was completely, you know, inter- interwoven into um, uh, the Catholic religion. So, I mean, it's uh, there's really no savior when it comes to any of these Christ-based, uh, uh, you know, sects or parts of, you know, the whole thing there. So it's, it doesn't make sense to follow Christianity even on a basic level. So that's what that's the main point that I want to get across. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, I've mentioned before on other shows where uh, I mean, a pro-white racial movement or religion such as creativity is not for everybody. And, uh, you know, some, it's just impossible for them to accept it because, you know, they have uh, race-mixed families or relationships or friends or something like that. So, uh, I mean, once that's known, it's kind of a lost cause on those types of people, you know. So, uh, I kind of... I mean, that limits a lot of the possibilities. And, you know, the potential uh, people to, uh, you know, bring in shrinks, you know, and narrows the more as uh, (laughs) the white population decreases, of course, and the demographics worsen. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that um, you know you can have an honest uh, pro-white Christian out there, like that caller, who means well and is probably living a very pro-white type of life. But as long as the Christian thing continues, I mean, it's just a, it's another weakness, it's another major weakness that is. Uh, a potential threat to, uh, you know, our survival, survival because it's, you know, just inherently uh, flawed. And, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot to, to say more than that. Uh, I mean, if these people don't want to read the book, the holy books, the uh, creativity holy books, which explain all this in more detail, then, you know, they, they're going to stay stuck in their way. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure. Do you have time to pick up our bullet list points, or uh, is that going to be continued another time? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to drag it on too much longer, but sure, if you wanted to go over at least one more and then expand upon that, I sure. Well, which one did you have, which one did you have in mind? Yeah, I'm trying to choose now, but uh, yeah. Most of it is a lot of stuff that we've touched on a lot. Um, one, maybe not as much that you suggested that we talk about is prepping. So I don't know what you have to say about that. Well, well, just um, you know, briefly, uh, you know, the, the the prepping topic is uh, been going on since I was, uh, for me, you know, pretty young. And then also the fact that there's a lot of preppers, you know, in the United States and Canada and, uh, 
not, it doesn't seem like there's as much in Europe, um, but uh, most of the channels that you'll find on, uh, for instance, like YouTube, there's quite a lot of prepping channels. Uh, most of them are not, uh, you know, racialist or uh, pro-white or awake to, uh, you know, what matters. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, they're they're pretty relevant to, you know, the housing topic, which you've uh, talked about before, and um, uh, essentially just ways of uh, over time uh, having, you know, developing skills to uh, survive uh, various things such as, you know, power outages, uh, collapse, uh, different, you know, types of collapses of society, being able to hunt fish, um, you know, uh, you know, get food uh, away from the system. Um, maybe ways of, uh, you know, reducing your uh, expenses by uh, living cheaply, but then at the same time comfortably. Uh, having backup plans, like if, you know, if this happens, then you do this. Like if there's a, you know, civil war or a breakdown of whatever, then you have a place to escape to or, you know, those types of things that I think I think they're relevant to the, the housing idea because, I mean, you want to have your, you know, your stable base, your home base, and then you have your your skills that you developed as a plan B or plan C to uh, uh, survive in case of, uh, even, I mean, even if someone's attacking you, I mean, if someone's going to, you know, if you have a bunch of these, let's say, like, a bunch of Muslims decide to attack you because you're you're white or whatever, you know, you'd have a way to uh, at least defend yourself and uh, know what to do so that you you don't have to like, you know, think on think on your feet and then you don't know what to do and you make mistakes and end up dying. You know, the goal is to not basically get killed for a lot for a lot of these uh, uh, survivalist prepper type of things. You know, you're you want to know what kind of food you're going to eat if you're in the wild. You want to know what kind of um, defensive techniques to, to use, uh, things like that. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've heard that discussed before is, uh, <clears throat> a lot of people preparing out there often uh, hold anti-white views in a sense, and that's because they come from a like a religious point of view of being a, uh, yeah. what is that? Like a Zionist Christian, or a Christian Zionist, you know, where they're going to take the side of the Jews. So. Yeah, they, they, they see it as their duty to, their moral duty to protect their enemies, basically, you know, Literally, literally doing that. I mean, so they would see someone who's, you know, if someone's like pro-white, trying to like not let their civilization just be destroyed, they would see that as bad and want to uphold protecting their enemy, you know. So, I mean, that's just a really fucked up uh, <laughs> mindset. But a lot of them have that. I mean, it seems to conflict with you know, being a survivalist, but for some reason there's a lot of people that are preppers that are like, like you say, Christian Zionists and uh, uh, anti-racists and really uh, quite confused because, I mean, 
the system that we're under now, I mean, if you're a white male, you're you're seen as the enemy regardless of whether you're, you know, professing to be an anti-fa or anti-racist or you love, you know, your invader or you know, whatever. So it doesn't make sense to, to kind of do that. But I mean, then again, the Christian, that's what, you know, the problem with the Christian mindset too is it does that, right? Because it, it twists your moral sense uh, away from a naturalistic perspective, which is creativity, to do things that actually make sense versus uh, twisting yourself up into, you know, adopting your enemy's uh, morality to, so that you can serve them against the interests of yourself and your own group, uh, group survival. So, you know, it's a big problem. And, uh, you know, ho- hopefully the show that we're doing can, you know, help uh, wake up uh, a few people that are more logically inclined and uh, are trying to figure out what's going on and have a greater sense of uh, consciousness of uh, the situation that we face because it's becoming, like I said earlier, it's becoming worse and worse and they don't care if you're a white male that is hating on white people, they're still going to want to hurt you. Yeah, it helps to uh, motivate people to prep, you know, for uh, the future, like a end-time scenario. You know, that's why you find a lot of, like, uh, religious people concerned about, you know, Armageddon or uh, Ragnarok, you know, for the Odinists, I guess. And then, uh, you know, then racial holy war for us creators in creativity religion. So, uh, is that a good note to end on for you then? Sure. I mean, I, I, I think, uh, we could do another show at some point and pick up on, uh, those, uh, more those bullet points that you were kind of mentioning. So sure. I mean, I think it was a good show. So thanks for having me on as a guest again. You're welcome, and uh, we'll continue again soon. And uh, you know, anybody that wants to help promote the website, whitepeopleawake.com, go ahead. We need more traffic to the website, of course, always. And I'll also uh, bring more people into this podcast to make it more interesting. And uh, that's how we grow our numbers and influence other people. Um, we're not after everybody, but uh you cast a big enough net, you'll uh, bring in others. So uh, do your part to make that happen. And Yeah, well, I think there's a caller. There's a sorry, uh, Damon. There's a caller. Somebody coming in. Uh, yeah, I think there is. Okay. Well, Texas. What do you have to say? Is it Todd?
Texas. You're on the call. Hello? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That I am in Texas? Okay. Now, one of my law friends, uh, or my friend said you were, so he was on this call, so let's see what you guys are talking about. This is my podcast. So, uh, my opinion. So, do you have any opinions to share? I guess not. He hung up. <laughs> yeah, I guess might as well end the show, I guess. Yeah, and he's upset that we express our viewpoints on here, I guess. I mean... Yeah, they're anti-free speech. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you, uh, you pick what you want to listen to out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're not they're not very tolerant of uh, white folks that want to think for themselves outside of this system, uh, outside of this uh, anti-white system. As if uh, as if we're all just going to go along with it, like idiots. Yeah, uh, you know we are gaining a greater voice. You know we have uh, more people are waking up, so we are. Yeah, they're they're mostly in the younger uh, younger the younger crowd as well, not the older folks. So that's a good thing, also. Uh, yeah, going by the chat, one thing uh, the law fan guy earlier that was arguing, you know, he was upset that I wasn't embracing his solution, which is separation. Which, you know, I agree that's a temporary solution to uh start you know, all right you know, everybody that's one for one eight nine five at least you know we need to conference and i'm going to switch over here first, so it's going to get silent i'm going to start my other races go to mine only here but that's not the right. final solution that's not going to And uh, welcome to the Roddy K call officially. Don't have anything serious or important to talk about at the moment. I invited Quilla and Lawfan on and Money Mike and whoever else wants to join. I'm going to sit back for a second. Probably keep quiet like most of their calls are. Boring. But just sit back. You don't see anything or hear anything in the... Well, just look at the time. If you see 15 minutes left on the call only, that means it was boring. 
I suck, and there was nothing on, so I canceled it. But if it goes longer than 15 minutes from now, if there's more than 15 minutes left, then something was on. So I'm going to sit back for a second. Just invited Aquila back on. She's been on the other call. Why four? I don't know. Hello, Aquila. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. That was an interesting call. What did you think about oh, all yeah. that? <laughs> I just think it's ignorant. That's all. But, I mean, if you want just a white race, that's fine. But just to downplay everyone else, like, you're better. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to that call before. Like I don't even, I've listened to that call before. I don't even know what the point is. Yeah. The guy's talking about the white. Oh, I don't know if he's talking pure white race or, and then he's anti-Christian, not a Christian, or it's like he wants he wants some kind of law and order without the one that created the law and order. <laughs> Makes no sense. I know that's why I said. Uh, all of them are like it's no knowledge. I was put it that way. That was a crazy, disgrace. But... That was a disgrace for him to be even considered a racist. <laughs> even the old people in the old days, the alleged Ku Klux Klan, or the <laughs> the racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least, at least they had some Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be an atheist white supremacist. It's impossible. Yeah, and I don't believe his words about he's saying he check his ancestry. But if you think if that's true, the story would be here. If Adam and Eve didn't say after the flood, it was Moses, then everybody came from there. You know, if you then if you check all the records way back, which some is probably destroyed, who knows? Everybody perhaps is connected. Who knows? So that's right. Testify. You know, the more I the more I know, the more I get mad. But I think in the uh, when you look at the flood. 
and the bastard children that people talk about. Uh, the giants of the old, the Genesis 6 giants. It had nothing to do with the, uh, even though I don't like it, mixed breeding. It had to do with ideas, different cultures, corrupting what is good. It had to do with the fallen angels, corrupting man or what's created in God's image, or the image of a creator. When you come in with your own ideas and you tear it down, you know, you destroy what God has made. That's when God gets pissy. I don't think God cares about two different colored uh, creatures uh, made in with each other. It's it's the destruction of something that's created to be a certain way. And that's what Satan did. A man's created in the image of God, and Satan didn't like that. So he, the fallen angels... If, it, if the scriptures are true, the fallen angels were coming down to corrupt the gene pool. That's why you get giants in those days. What do you think? I think so. That is true. I mean, from what I read, um, you know, in the Bible as well, um, like I said, I think everybody is somehow connected. Because if you look at the times and what was left over. There's only eight was left over. They are Moses, so. And we're therefore generations thereafter, so somehow, perhaps, are, or, you know, one, <laughs> but it's in many generations. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of inbreeding going on, if that was true. Yeah, I heard, I mean, I think that's what Sarah Abraham was. She couldn't have children, and she Told him to go I, with the I wonder if that was just for one area. Maybe just, maybe just one culture was destroyed. Maybe a certain area of giants and the ones that were left said, if we do that, we're going to be destroyed. So they cut the crap. Could be. But I see it this way God may create all, and I don't see one. Race better than the or like me, I don't think any man or woman is better. I mean, you might have some knowledge that I don't have, as well as I might have some you don't, but that doesn't make you better. Or even if you have no money and I'm very rich, that doesn't make you better. I'm better God God might be responsible for all, but I don't think God's really creating all. Now, it sounds extreme, but let me explain. Uh, man is now developing the ability to possibly clone or mix stuff in a laboratory that's not created by God. So I'm just wondering if we're seeing the same things today that happened in the Bible days, where Satan still had creativity skills, but it wasn't in the image of God. He couldn't duplicate what God created, and it made him real, real mad. So you see the scientists, that they trying to mix species. All the movies are about mixing species. Destroying what God made, you know. So Or making it look different than what God made. So what do you think? I think it'll never happen. I mean, because they're not God. They can try as they may, come close as they may, but it'll never happen. Because they're not God. That's what I believe. Could be wrong, but that's what I believe. 
Trump's law fan out. He was real troubled. Get him over here and calm him down. <laughs> All again. That's the way I see it. <laughs> God was a stoner. Guess five. Yeah, possibly. A lot of people in the Bible were stoned to death. <laughs> and that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, guess five. Get on the call. Let's talk about it. Everybody's welcome wow, wow. here on the Roddy K call. Except Donaldson. Wow. He gets a little crazy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He, told me he came on my show a couple of times. But I don't care. And he just, I think, most of it is at first, like, I, I didn't get it. So, in time, keep listening and apply it to yourself. Just listen. Well, you agree with it or not, then you, once you listen and hear what it, what's going on, then you, most people come around and they There you go. Money Mike said he might be on in about 15 more minutes. Okay. He's passing some electrical relays. I guess he had signal issues. Did Law Fan run off uh, Mike Miller last night? <laughs> I don't think so. Mike was walking. He said he had like another hour or so to be home, so maybe his phone died. He couldn't get back on. Oh, guess what? Oh, no. If Aquila, if Aquila will try flirting with you, then you got to be Carl. So call on, come on in. <laughs> guess guess five don't want to call oh. in. You'll flirt with him. No. Nope, no, no. Guess five's got a handlebar mustache. Doesn't matter. I know who I love, so doesn't matter. I see many guys, especially where I work at, so doesn't matter to me. You you need to move on from that, Carl. That's a. Well, I think why? Satan's got you lusting, and that's wrong. <laughs> you're lusting after a man you can't have when there are plenty around you. You're going to have to take a fish that's nearby so you can live another day. No. I'll wait. You're going to starve to death trying to get to the big fish. So be it. I'll wait. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. No matter what anyone say or think, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. That's all. Uh, Who are you to determine what's meant to be? You dictate what's meant to be in your life. I did not. I said, if it's meant to be, that means... If it's meant to be, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Do you have any evidence of this meant-to-be theory? Sure, if it's God's will, it'll happen. This will is greater than all. If it's God's will, if it's your will, why don't you get some loving? And if it doesn't go well, Carl will show up. Things will happen in order. Nope. Then you'll know it's meant to be, right? No, 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 no. No, I don't settle, and I don't wish to. I didn't wait this what, long to come this what if, far for all of that. What, what, if, what if Colonel doesn't want you? I mean, look at his history. I think he's been with a white woman, a white Indian woman, you know, the feather. There's no evidence he's going to swing your way. And there's no evidence just, just, he will not? Oh, well, that's true, but just look at the pattern. All right. 
Look, check the record. I mean, look at me. I mean, if I take myself, I never went with a white guy in my life. Now, I was oh, hang, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Have, have you presented Carl with some homemade cookies or homemade cooking? Well, not homemade cookies. I get those from the bakery, but food, yes. Have you taken Carl food? I have, and? Was it, it wasn't homemade? It was. I cooked it. What was it? Give me an example. Come on. Oh, well, the first time, I think it was fish and potato salad I made. And then other times, chicken, I was thinking, uh, what else I made? I made all kinds of stuff. I made German potato salad. Biscuits and gravy? Also, nope. And I made, um, <laughs> lasagna. Lasagna, yeah. You, you know, after that home cooking... And you took it to Carl. Either he's really playing hard to get, or it didn't work because he he would have put a he would have posed to you by now. I think. I mean, get home cooking. <laughs> it wasn't about that. I mean, I just cook. I just enjoy cooking. So that's. Do you want to consider the fact that Carl might be, you know, has turned? He's always had turned. issues with women. He might, you know, he's always hanging out with the guys now. You know. Oh, no. I doubt that very soon. Hey, look at that. Check the record. Carl has been with Guess 5. Might be. Look at that. Yeah. I don't believe that for one second. Yeah, guess I've been five around Carlson, though. Nah, I can't believe that. He likes guys to bring him salt. Some guy in Texas bringing him salt. Sending him salt. I don't know. And, I don't know. Okay. Well, there's no evidence that is true. I'll put it that way. I stubborn. don't think so. You are stubborn. I'm not stubborn. I, like I just deal with truth. That's it. I know how I am. You're going to be like Sarah, 95 and barren. I did have <laughs> a still, baby. You're still waiting <laughs> on Carl. <laughs> well, at 90, it says she did have a baby. So it was never too late to fly. I'm not well, there. Carl. Carl. Carl probably passed away by then. What are you going to do? Well, then it, it wasn't meant to be. My God, that's the way I see it. If it is, it Fre- will. Freeze, freeze your sperm, Carl, just in case. <laughs> oh well. Anyways, like I said, welcome, uh, welcome, guest six. We're talking nonsense about. Carl, not liking the, uh, he is uh, like a black woman, or he's swinging both ways. Because this woman has brought him home-cooked food, and he still hasn't hooked up with her. Maybe Carl is one of those uh, white, pro-white people that the other show was talking about. I don't think so. Didn't he run? Didn't he, didn't he run you off because his uh, his people didn't take kindly to your kind over there? That never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Damien dude's a bit off, eh? He's a bit what do you think off, man? Do you think Carl's racist? Yeah, uh, saying about Carl's about right, uh, Damien. I don't know. Yeah, but we're talking about Carl now. I mean, if a woman brings you home cooked food. 
and she likes you and you haven't done anything, you're either gay or what? you don't like their kind, you don't like like their kind right? That whole sentence didn't make sense, dude. Well, I'll let Aquila explain it. She's taken, she's thrown herself at Carl and he hasn't flirted with her. Dude, no. dude, you know how to speak English? Or you speak that pro-white uh, bullshit? Guess five's getting a little extreme right there. Guess, guess five, come on now. It's probably Law mm-hmm. Fan. Law mm-hmm. Fan, are you Guess five? No, I'm Law Fan. Look, I'm signed in as Law Fan and I'm coding as Law Fan. If if a if any woman if any woman of any color is sweet to you and brings you food, home cooked food, you either not interested in her or you swing the other way, right? Not necessarily true. I like food. no. There's life is simple. It's either one way or the other. Well, just bring your food, though. That don't mean you have to like somebody. Right. Look, I don't know what you're getting at. I mean, are you talking about race or what? Get, guess five is offering a pretty legit question right there. That's that's pretty. I agree with guess five on that one right there. Did you offer Carl a BJ? <laughs> if I did, that's my business, wouldn't it be? Well, if he did and he turned it down, that's your motto. Yeah, we'll get I some more never know. We'll you cover that never later. Know. That's a where's your little, uh, where's your little paper about five minutes here? I don't do certain things unless I'm married to that one. I'll just leave it like that. Oh, no, hang little... on. Hang on. There, there's no, 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 no. There's an anomaly. you got to be willing to do some things before the guy signs the contract. you got to know what he's dealing with. That's best crap. No, it's a fraudulent contract if you sign first and get screwed later. <laughs> nope. That's not true. But in one sense, yeah, but I'm talking about in that sense, no, that's not true. Oh, come on. Come on. You got to try it before you buy it. Why would anybody, any man want to marry a woman if she doesn't, you know? But, of course, most women do that until they're then the man marries them and they quit. Or they demand to it, then he walks away. You know? So, what's that proof? I don't even think blowjobs are really that great anyway. It's like, it's Uh-oh. not like it. It's not a bit, it's not the best part of sex. Uh-oh. Ball fan. <clears throat> I was thinking more highly of you until you said that. <laughs> Well, to me, I'd rather go down on the woman than the woman go down on me, so that's more enjoyable for me, but that's probably more enjoyable for her as well. Oh, no. It's called getting too adult-rated, taking a turn to the south, the deep south, the nether region. Blowjobs, nah. (laughs) Blowjobs, nah. I could live without them. I don't need them. Guess five, guess five call in and have a discussion with that boy. <clears throat> well, what's so great well, about him anyway? 
All I'm saying is not necessary to do all the those things. I mean, some women do, and they still don't get back. So, come on, that's, that's not it. I didn't wait well, this Vagina, to go this far for all of that. Vagina feels better on my dick, and making love. Whoa, 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 whoa! And and no, hear me out. Make me making love is even better because making love is not sex. It's different. Trying to keep this call you know. PG thirteen at least. Oh, you brought it up, so you got to deal well, with it. How about around me out? Or tell me to hang on. No, 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 like no, that no, no. Try, try to try to construct your mm-hmm. uh, your uh, explanation in a uh, way that we would have to think about it. Well, don't interrupt. I mean, I don't want a child listen to this and say, "Mom, what's a blowjob?" BJJ. Hey, I'm not talking about blowjob. I'm talking about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> There we go. It's the dances of the sexes. <laughs> well, Valentine's Day will be here soon enough. No, I mean, oh. did you guys, did you guys like at least slightly agree with me when Bing. I mean, break, the, break until the news. guy, not nah, until the Damien dude, until on uh, white people awake, until he offended me. <clears throat> I actually had a valid point, and I was actually catering to his uh, philosophy of life, you know, living and, and dealing with his own race. Breaking and dealing with my evacuations with, in California. Dealing with my... Superman, where are on. you? Superman, save us. No, that's crazy. There's a dam breaking, and Jimmy's hanging on the corner, and Superman needs to... Put the rocks down there and block it up. Uh-oh. Not these new Supermans. New. We need Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves, where are you? Save us, Jesus. California's weird, man. They either suffer from dr- droughts or now it's water. Oh dear, damn mud. So, what's your deal, Roddy? Are you are you on Damien's call to like get close to him to see where he's coming from, or are you generally? Oh, what, what he what? believes. Let me see what Guest Six has to say. Something about you and Mike Miller. A government agent, I think. Quilla, did you know that Mike Miller's a government agent? I don't believe it, but no, I don't know that. I think that's what Guest Six, where Guest Six is going. Guest Six, call in with uh, your breaking news. He's just a please. Canadian twat. Just a little Canadian bitch. Well, he is. Uh-oh. Guess six, call in. Your identity will be kept secret. I can scramble. I can scramble your voice. I don't care what he fucking knows about Mike Miller. I don't care what he fucking puts out there. He puts out a lot of shit as well. This is not Alex Jones. If you tell the truth about law and Mike Miller, you won't be suicided. I got no connection with that dude. Guess six, call in. Uh, A whistleblower. And I need to make up some juice and sell it for like twenty nine dollars. I know. I just got. I I I got the sense. I got the sense you were just trying to side with that dude, that Damien guy, Roddy. But hey, you might be pro white yourself. I don't know. I was just talking to Aquila. I listened to that call many a times. I don't know where they're coming from or where they're going. It's just. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just want to find out, eh? Yeah, and you just remain neutral. Yeah, I'm kind of neutral. I'm just being screwy with him. I'm confused. Mm. He he actually sounds like a stoner, like Michael Miller. Like he hits the old uh, marijuana. Man, I like his voice mm-hmm. system. Sounds like it's being uh, sounds like his voice is being scrambled, doesn't it? Like it's a computer. He's like really slowed down, and he talks like this. Yeah, I know. Sounds like a demon. A demon. He's a Damien. Damien, Damien. Yeah, I gave him a bit of a hassle. I I was kind of mean to him, but oh well, I don't care. He's racist, so. Yeah. How about it? Yeah, well, see, see, no, I accepted his belief. I totally respected, you know, what he believes. I wasn't shitty on it. I was polite. And he called me some English twat, being all polite and blah, blah, blah. I was polite and all that. And then, you know, the moment he just starts to, like, shit all over me, it's just like, well, fuck you too then. I I don't care about your racist uh, spew. You all you want, that racist crap, but you're going to fucking... Not have a very uh, pleasurable life living with all that garbage in you. I have a question. You finished, little fan? I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, yeah, I'm finished. Question. Go ahead. So, what is the big interest in, in what I feel about call or the situation? I mean, I get asked so many times. And especially in the chat, <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't. I'm like, why? Um, maybe because you do what I do, and you well, you, you like. Do. Well, okay, I'll see for myself. I I just kind of put myself out there. Like I I'm not shy. When it comes to my feelings for Ashley, so I just put it out there, and then people just take it, and they can either agree with it or just, you know, make up a lot of crap. Like people are saying, some are saying like, "Oh, you know, I'm." Uh, I don't even really want to say it, but I'm like, I'm D, you know, I'm DDing Ashley now or something. If you know what I mean. And they're like, oh, she's over at my house. I just exposed you, Quilla, on the chat board. It's like what? Let me see. And it's like, I I don't really care too much because they're saying, oh, Ashley's over at my house. I know that's not true. I know she's not at the house. They're just trying to make me jealous. Quilla's black ops. <laughs> oh hey, 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 that that sounds pro white. <laughs> so Damien will be your Damien will be uh, your best friend. He'll be your best buddy. I at least know who I am, so it's all good. Yeah, well, I mean, see, that's a problem with these guys. You try to point out to them, you know, like, you know, God, you know, God's wanting us to love all, you know. Except all loves thy neighbor. He says it's in his book. It's in his good book. Then you try to point out to these racist pricks like Damien, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm no Christian. I don't believe in the Bible." You don't know nothing I mean, about God. 
Put God he on starts the go. Yeah, dude. I just go by his book. His good book. The one with his the black cover. <clears throat> no, it's actually a maroon color. Maroony, sort of reddish, sort of maroon. But yeah, he just he goes off into I, all this like I don't know if it's Jewish crap or what. It's like some racist stuff. Where's Todd Morris when you need him? Get him on the call. We'll talk about God and on fire mm. for Jesus. Wow. Anyway, let's get back to this. Um, you said I put myself out as you do. I don't put myself out for anyone. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. Is yeah, I knew you were. I mean, I of course, talk. Of course, you would remember. I, I, I said what I felt, you know, and I said, you know, other people was hitting on me, and I just let them know, look, I'm not interested. I'm not trying to be mean or rude. I am in love with Carl. So, okay, so you just, like, hang the rest up. And that's that's what I just did, okay? And that's how I keep it that way. Where's that's the call? That's the reason why. Where's the call? What? Which call? Where's the call? The Which call. call? The call. I said call. K-A-R-L. No, I'm talking about call. Guess five's full right. of wisdom tonight. He's trying to make a good woman out of you. Look at that. Which one? Guess five. He's not trying to make a woman out of you. Which woman? Putting what out? Kids, what you Aquila about or... Putting out? Uh-oh. That's no. some good wisdom, Mark. five. You go to a dry well too many times, you go to another one. That's right. That's right. If, if your no, favorite no, no. store is always closed, I'll, I'll just another say restaurant. This. That's right. I, I'll just say this. I definitely don't need Viagra. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> So, I'll just leave it Very like good. Very good. But anyway, yeah, then. I wait. Very, I wait very, very good. <laughs> I'm not sharing myself with this one. That one, I don't do that. That's like, no way. Very good. Um... What is I going to say? Oh, um... Do you, do you go to that uh, call Damien was mentioning at the end? No, I just had dropped off a long while before. I'm not interested in what they think or send me through another call. No way. No, I don't care. No interest of mine. I just like, I just, this is my first time on that show. I just was seeing what they're about and I just made some comments. And, and me too. Me out. Me too. So that's right. And it's like, I think nothing more of it. It's done. It's over. And I just think they're very mixed up and confused, and they don't even know themselves what they're talking about. To me, that's what I see. So, oh well. Keep it moving. I don't have to attend that show anymore. <laughs> that's fine. That's right. Guess five is pretty yeah. right. You need, to, you need to take some pictures of that bush. No, no, no. I don't do that. I just say Make sure there's plenty of lighting. No, 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 no. You'll be very satisfied. That's all. That's all that matters. There's a call for you, Roddy. Trying to seduce Big fan boy. With, with, with some food. 
Big fanboy live cast. Just keep it clean. Keep it clean. Call ID ten five one four. Big fanboy. And then what's, what's what's over there? I have no idea. I just saw it in someone's drop list. I want to tell uh, you I don't talk to you as I'm listening to you. I'll keep it moving. Arts, arts and entertainment. <clears throat> Am I gonna? So I'm just looking at the chat. I'm like, yes, five, six, keep it moving. Have you been over to Maury's call? Who's Maurice? I have no clue. Maury, he's... Uh, well, Roddy. Oh, he said to go ahead. Go over and listen to Ant Farms. <laughs> Richard is a Richard is a trainee. He's been posting all sorts of weird calls, call names. He's mad at somebody. Hey, did you did you have uh, to listen to uh, Divine Minds tonight? Me? Yeah. I, I don't know. I caught in. Honestly, go back and listen. I don't know if I'm being paranoid, but... You, you said you were muted, so you hung up or something. I was on there for like one... Maybe thirty seconds, and I couldn't take it. No, I can't. I I called in. I literally like when I called in. The call was literally making the intro, and um, I was literally only in there for like half a minute, and straight away he started talking about um somebody owing somebody six million dollars or something. He started bringing up Trump, but I was like. I just didn't like what he's talking about, so I logged out. Yeah, that white wolf is like Alex Jones. He knows everything. He could do his own call. <laughs> I often wonder why Alex Jones even has guests on. He just jumps right in there. Well, do you know what he was saying about the six million? Like, was there something in the six million dollar thing? I don't know. No didn't even get that. It was Trump, wasn't it? Okay, well, I mean, I just took it as it was. He was trying to like mind control me or something because as soon as I called in, he's like talking about six, like somebody owing somebody six million dollars, and that was a uh, that was an inside joke between me. <laughs> if it was directed at me, that's an inside joke between me. Was it me, you, Roddy K, and no, it's you somebody else, one, right? Yeah, I don't know. It was a while ago, but. That's what these dudes do. I mean, they somehow monitor you and then they, like, they just take, I don't know, things you know have been talking about. I don't know if they channel it or what. And then they try to mind control you. Maybe you're paranoid when you hear certain words. Now, I do get like that sometimes where it's like, uh, I've actually looked into it. It's like there's a... There's a phenomenon called, like, synchronicity. So, like, let's say... Let's say you do something in a day or you, you, you watch something. You see something on TV. And then maybe you go and talk to somebody else that had no connection with what you did or what you saw. And then they start talking about it. And you're like, well, why are they talking about it? I just watched it. It's like some weird synchronicity thing. I don't know if you guys yeah, have it's, like every, it's like every time I get in my car and leave home, there's always a freaking car that comes in behind me seconds later. But it's a different car every time, so I get a little paranoid. But 
then I realize I live in a neighborhood full of you know, several hundred people. So. <laughs> That's kind of normal. That's kind of normal. <clears throat> but yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, it would be even weirder, like, let's say you just drive out your driveway and there's like a car parked out across, you know, across the street and it's like, you, you clearly know it's none of your neighbours because you know what their cars look like. And it's just always there when you go to leave. And then they say when you come back, it's not there. And then say so you go to leave again and it's there again. I, I had that happen to me one time. Yeah, it's like when you put your house up for sale or you got a garage sale and you post it in the paper and all these people start showing up and it's like, what are all these people doing here? They're stalking me. No, oh, that's <laughs> normal. No, I swear one time I had this like silver silver Ford parked out and it had like it had aerials all over it. So it kind of looked obvious, like the amount of aerials they had, it was clearly wired up or something. And uh, yeah, it was across the street and I thought, man, it must be one of those undercover like cop cars. And they they don't even have to sit inside it. It's just wired up, and like it can like um, you know like apparently I mean apparently I don't know, but like apparently they can have technology in them where they can like X-ray the particular house, their partners, so they can see who's inside, and they can actually like um, you know like listen to conversations, pretty much like two or three three houses down. So yeah, that. But it wasn't there for me. I mean, it would have been there for the neighbours. <clears throat> There's just a lot of dodgy people around. And then yeah, I was there for about a month. Nobody knew whose it was. Like the neighbours didn't know whose car it was. It was just sitting there, and it was there for about a month, and then it was gone. Just disappeared. <clears throat> so I believe that was a cop car. That was pretty obvious to me. <laughs> And it wasn't even like a stakeout, like van or anything. It was just sitting there, like empty. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of vans, Aquila, how's it going with your tag and title? I haven't received it yet, so I have to check out what's going on. Well, when did you pay for it? One day. <laughs> I don't remember the day. Uh, How many business days ago? I'm sorry? What are you sorry about? How many business days ago? (laughs) That call ain't here with me. Anyway, I don't remember. (laughs) It was a little bit wild. I think it said two to three weeks to come, something like that. (laughs) That's what Colin does. What? Did they mail it to the correct address? (laughs) They mail it to the old one or something. No, 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 I email to where I get my mail. At least did they you haven't specify? told me they're right. Um, did you specify did it, that on the phone or the paperwork, or did you yeah, let them figure it out? That use, that's about the mail address I use. Uh, it's not necessarily my address, but I receive all my mail there. So uh, they haven't told me. Anyway, so I can check it out. It's no big deal. Uh, probably Monday, Tuesday, I'll see what's going on. All right. If it if it comes back like we've been talking, and it says don't not to be used in public, remember those definitions. Use. Yeah, it's not used. <laughs> and okay, it's on my private call. There you go. But anyways, I you know one thing that took me a little while was 
trying to figure out what I'm going to put on this, like what wording. But I, I think I finally came down to one, one or two, so I'm good. Now I'm not saying what it was. <laughs> Somebody said the check probably bounced. You need to take a photocopy of the money. I like don't do did. a check. I don't <laughs> use checks. <laughs> I mean, really? I just have a debit card, and it's my money. So I don't have a credit card, nor do I wish for one. So. <laughs> Where's Todd? They don't accept those EBT payment cards. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one for a whole one. We're sorry. The welfare office is now closed. Yeah. <laughs> please, please catch the bus and go home now. <laughs> but anyways, we'll see what happens soon enough. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upholds President Trump's travel ban suspension. What? I thought... They had to, because it was the law. They can't overturn the law, make the law from the bench. They had to, or they would have been impeached they, if it went to the Supreme Court. How long did they do it for, though? They did do it, eh, the judges? Didn't the judges overturn... Donald Trump's they, orders? Well, they, they voided they their orders. We're Cheyenne. They just suspended. They voided the orders, yeah. They had voidable <laughs> orders. So that's bullshit. Why would they suspend it for like 11 days then? That's kind of wasted. That's pointless. Because they realized they were wrong. They just yeah, had to react. That's, that's what they do. They're, they're, lib, they're libtards. That's what they do, guys. So could it be that they just suspended it to put out that sort of illusion <clears throat> that they care, but they really don't? Yeah, it's all a, it's all a big smoke screen. But uh, when they realized their asses were in hot water, if they kept behaving like that, that they can't overturn the law from the bench. Yeah, each individual's own rights become more important than everyone else's when it you know they got to protect their own. No, the, the, you don't That's understand the law think. is the law. That's you don't understand. Enough. The law is the law. You can challenge the law in yeah, court yeah. properly, but you can't say screw the law and screw the executive order. You know what I mean? You can only go by the script. They look yeah, at yeah. the script and I say mean, we maybe, disagree. Maybe they just suspended it because they wanted to at least mull it over and you know, talk amongst themselves and, and figure some shit out. Like, they knew, they they knew that, I mean, I think judges do that anyway. They suspend things, and they know it's not going to hold up because the law doesn't support it. Well, it, it but, happened right after uh, Jeff Sessions was elected to the Department of Justice guy, the, 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 the head lawyer, and there's no there's no BS. And when, when they act a fool like that, the Supreme Lawyer, the Attorney General, can come down and uh, start removing people from the bench if you want. I think that's how he could do it. But do you think that's right? Like, like, absolutely. Well, okay. Do you think? No, I mean, do you think like that is uh, correct? What I'm saying, like, where 
the you know the judges can sort of like exercise their um you know private capacity to sort of like um suspend it for just a small amount of time just to at least discuss it amongst itself even though they know the law says this and they can't do it indefinitely otherwise they will be in violation but let's say they're allowed to exercise their unique capacity as a judge um, to suspend it, not yeah. definitely, but for a small amount of time. They can only I, rule I think they call that on the law. Inter- you know, if, the, if the subject yeah. matter before them was, I just don't like Muslims, then yeah, they, they made a good ruling, but the law didn't say Muslims. Now, even though Trump mentioned Muslims or whatever, radical, whatever he did, the law didn't show that. So they ruled, they, they created a straw man, basically. They ruled on the straw man, which a lot of courts are famous for. They'll rule on something you didn't even bring up. But when you look at the law, they can only rule on the law. But 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 if you pay attention to some of these calls we talk about, people make up straw man so they can cover their asses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you guys have in interlock interlocut uh, I can't say it. Interlock uh, hang on. I'll just give you a hang on. Interrogatory? No, judges can make um I think it's called interlock interlocut uh interlocutory no interlocutor interlocutory orders. Judges can make. Uh, you know, on their own discretion when there's uh, when the yes, law isn't clear. Yes, that's what I'm trying to point out. That's what I'm trying to point out. These judges have made a type of interloc interlocut. I can't pronounce it. I don't know why I can't. Interlocutory okay. order. They they knew it wasn't going to hold up indefinitely, so they made it for 11 days. They suspended what Trump. And also, if you think about it, that it makes. That makes the system appear that it's working for the people, you know, and their interests, and so it kind of makes the judges look good for a little while. But they know they know <coughs> the law; they know it's not going to stand. So they make that interlocutory order for eleven days, and well, then guess what? They basically some studies were showing <laughs> some studies were showing like eighty-five percent of the Ninth Circuit Court's opinions are overturned anyway. Say that again. How much? What? I say opinions, but I guess it's their ruling or their decisions. I think it was eighty-five or eighty-something percent of the Ninth Circuit Court's rulings are overturned. Okay, that's how bad wow. they are. You must rule on the law, the subject but, matter. You know, but, you can't rule on your but, opinion. But that shows the power of belief, I reckon. Because, like, you know, I think, like, they do a lot of stuff that people just go, well, you know, they can't do that or they shouldn't be able to do that. But it's all the great confusion, guys. It's all, but it's all who, it's all the different parties that's involved. It's all what position they've pushed themselves into and it's all what position they've agreed to be in. You know, so it's like, you know, obviously the judge can't stay in the position of, 
um, ruling against, you know, Trump's executive order, um, and you know, permanently because he's holding a public office. Uh, no, his executive order was to enforce the law, and you can't. I mean, it's it's ironclad. Mm. So okay, so just to simplify, Trump's getting his he's getting everything he wants then. He's getting away with no. Them. He's not getting everything he wants like a dictator. He's doing what the people want. He he's just an enforcer. He's not a guy. Yeah, he's I mean, not even a king, but I, he's like a security officer for the people, the mass people. Well, I haven't been watching the news. So what what's been happening? He wanted to ban. What he wanted to ban all Muslims, and now. He's not allowed no, to? No, 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 no. There is no ban on Muslims. Yeah, but that's what he would want. That's what he wanted, isn't it? No, not Muslims. A ban on certain okay, people that have been vetted that come from people that haven't been vetted that have been known to come from certain countries that harbor terrorists or terrorists come from, per se, I guess. Whatever the law was, it wasn't against Muslims, even though a lot of them may be Muslim. Wasn't he trying to... Wasn't he trying to... Muslim is not a country. No, no, no. Wasn't he trying to... Wasn't he trying to stop whole countries from being able to travel to the United States, even to visit their family? Like Saudi Arabia, Iraq... To visit your family. No, some of those people, like if you get married, it's it's specified, it's very specific that you can get quick quick vetting for that purpose. But the the rest of it was to stop uh, infiltration by places that are known to uh, be radical. Uh, you, you can look at the news or look it up to be more specific, but it wasn't a ban on Muslims. It was a ban on uh, mm. just every Tom, Dick, and Harry coming in. So you can't trust what they're spinning on the news anyway because they make it look... They make Trump look a lot better than he is, I guess. No. Quilla? Yeah? You know, I was going to bring out a point. You were talking about the ones that got married. (laughs) And I just thought about it the other day. Someone called me to marry them so they could stay in this country because they were scared of what Trump was doing. I'm like, no way. <laughs> did, did, did they, did they I only marry for love. That's it. I know I only marry. They offer me whatever money, but no, I only marry for love. I don't play that game. I to take me, you back to my country. I, I, uh, no, I'm not interested we'll, in that. We, we stone you if you, uh, you show your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. there's more than what I've been offered to get someone to, to wants to marry me. We practice <laughs> oh, really? Aquila, Aquila, Aquila law over here. <laughs> no, I don't do those things. I only marry for love. That's it. Not Thank you very not much for marrying me. Now you cover your face. Yeah, right. <laughs> so these were the most, well, some of them was at one point, but most of them was not. So there's the other stuff here. Would, would you cover uh, your face with color? No. Would you cover my face? Nope. For what? <laughs> I like my face. I mean, why would I? Cover? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of my face. <laughs> well, you don't want to 
expose too much and cause a man to rape you, it's your fault. According to those yeah, people. Right. <laughs> well, hey, my, my. Lot of help. I mean, I believe See, in dressing mollies, you know, some of them, not showing a whole lot. Some of the old country hillbillies are like that, too. You know, if a woman wears lipstick, she wanted it. She was asking for it with that lipstick. <laughs> That's ridiculous. See, nah. Out, I, I like well, I, out, in that, out in public with them high heels on, she wanted oh it. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> That's a lot of crap. But anyways, like I said, I do dress models. I don't show a lot. You know, I think that's secret, too. No, that's why All you can get Carl. That's, that's a bunch of crap. He's seen a woman before. <laughs> I will hope so, so. Does a black woman no. wear black lace or white lace? <laughs> you you know, I wear both. So what's the problem? I could have. I could have. Would you wear a black one or a white one? Are those, um, oh. what do they call them? Like burkas or something? What? You know the burkas? I don't know what or that the is. the hijis? Uh, what do they call them? Burkas or, you know, like where they only show their eyes? Oh. No, I don't wear that. It's sort of like the Catholic one. They wear something like that. They just don't yeah, know like they Yeah, like a nun. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Would you wear a black, like, a black one or I'll a white one? I don't mind wearing a hat because they're just... Or a pink one. Would you wear a pink one? I will wear none. Okay? That'll help you. But I will wear a hat. And I do sometimes. Um, more like... Uh, people dress in England. Well, I'm talking about the old way, you know, in the right, right, 60s. Right, I dress right. like that. Ruddy K is giving uh, experience on um, uh, bras and uh, posture. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, he said, bras are bad for posture, weak and spec muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Ruddy K would know. <laughs> depends on what you're trying to hold up. Hello. You know, I, think, man I think they do. I think they do. Yeah. You got men. I like when they go there. You, you know, women you got who wear bras have saggy, saggy boobies after a while. So what's the point? <laughs> it, it weakens their muscles. That's what I think. When well, you're a chucker, you're a chucker, dude. Ca- you got man boobs. You need I call a bra. It, I call it, I call it titty atrophy. <laughs> and women can't work in boobies. You know, they get that atrophy. <laughs> Long and skinny boobies. You got to work in things. Keep them moving. Keep it moving, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I okay. See, I'm about to say so. Let me let that go. <laughs> well, you, well, you'd if you, some some women need a bra because you don't want to look between a woman's breast and see your belly button. Oh, hey, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Better now than later on when she's 90 oh, and you no. have to look between that they're all the way on the damn floor. Uh-oh. Lawfan won't sound for a woman's breast? <laughs> Lawfan, his mic's losing. He's having mic problems. There he is. <laughs> no, he you guys, I'll tell you. I mean, did you guys actually sit around and talk about that stuff? No, I just observe and report. Guess five is giving some scientific medical wisdom there. I I hope guess five is licensed to practice. 
medicine on the call. But yeah, that's, that's what I think. Women that restrict their boobs get breast cancer, uh, more likely to get breast cancer. Not to mention that it, it, it gets too hot, too. So, it, you know, when they're stuck in a bra slingshot, we call them into Georgia, it gets too hot up in there. Depends on what you worry. Got to keep those puppies aired up. Aired out. I think they tell that the guys all the time, don't wear one. I think the, They tell um, out the guys. Go ahead. I said to tell out the guys who sit too long. If you boys get too hot, you're less likely to reproduce. What about the woman's boobies? Same concept. Let them things free. Let them let them swing out. You know, get get some air in there. <laughs> I was about to say the woman in Africa. I saw some shows. They they go loose. Oh man, National Geographic, bring it back. Whew. Some good porn not, out there. Not. <laughs> Did you guys lose? Did you guys lose? What's up? Did you guys lose? Like it jams up on me. I have to sign out. I didn't lose sound. Okay, like we just cut out, and I had to. Ha- I was still called in, but I hung out and signed out, and then pulled back on my phone. Yeah, I saw your chat boy. I thought maybe your microphone was having problems. Yeah, I'm on my phone now. I'm on my phone now. I don't sound as clear. I would imagine. Okay. Hey, Law Fan, we're talking about women. I want to give you a notice on Mexican women. That Mexican woman, actually, I don't know what shape she's in, but you got to watch them Mexican women because they look they're kind of hot, you know, fitting them tight jeans. But, uh, I mean, they eat one taco too many, and then they just, they pop out of them jeans, buddy. I don't know what, what it's called, cellulite or what. Well, them Mexican women pop up real quick. Well, I mean, I guess it, could be all the corn. I don't know, but they they genuinely are quite short people anyway. Corn fed woman, old. that's right. Corn fed Mexican. But uh, actually, <laughs> oh, I mean, well, yeah, actually, really? I think she. See, I mean, she's more. I think she's more white than anything. White Mexican, white like corn. She, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like she's. Like, uh, she, like she doesn't even know how to speak Spanish. Welcome, LaCoy, really to the call. LaCoy, too, you got anything to say to Law Fan? I wish it was that. I don't think so. That's right, LaCoy, too, is... Ashley, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... Well, it's Valentine's Day coming up. It might happen. You never know. Donald Trump. Woo! Build that wall. Lock her up. Lock her. I say make Hillary build that wall. <laughs> Get Hillary to build that wall, and if she does a good job, maybe forgive her of her sins. Yeah. She needs to get up there and sweat for a living. 
they say she rumor has it she stinks, you know, like that conspiracy stuff, like when people are around demons or stuff they give off some kind of stinky odor. So they say Hillary stinks, but she got there to sweat them sweat them toxins out, you know, out there in that hot desert. Ain't that right, money well, man? Get her down there on that border. That's right. Quilla's a general contractor. She can do construction. I still do. Get down there on that border and oversee Hillary's work activity. Oh, no, I'm not interested in that job. You know. That's, oh, that's no. a big, that is a big contract right there, buddy. Ooh. He'll probably have Halliburton do it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in the millions, I'll tell you that. I'll be an instant night, overnight millionaire. Sixty billion. That'd be a lot of money to get that one by. All the concrete, bricks, stone off. It's a lot of work. Build that wall. Oh well, life goes on. Find your Mexican stud, guess five said. <clears throat> what? See, he said, no. I'm not. I'm just you know saying. Ma- you, you, know, you know Mamacita. <laughs> I have many guys pursue me, but I'm not interested. Well, what were you doing? Taking their money? <laughs> Here you go. They were, they were no, chasing you down. They were chasing no, you up around Brooklyn. No, no, no. I just tell them, no, I'm not interested. Or I just tell them guys, I have somebody already. That's you, all. You was up there in Brooklyn with that Harlem heat. You was jacking up suckers, and they was chasing you down uh, the alley. Uh, no, 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 no. I was with my family. I don't do those things. But, um... Who do I want to speak like that? Wrestling? I watched a lot of wrestling that Harlem heat, jacking up suckers. Oh, yeah. I'm gangster, yo. <laughs> That's Speaking of Mexicans, I'm I just breaking open a bag of uh, on-the-border Mexican grill cantina chips. <laughs> Have you guys you guys made any, like, toll, toll Mexican? Hang on a minute. Let me get my sponsor in there. This call is brought to you by On the Border... Mexican chips. <laughs> Some tall Mexicans? It's debatable. <laughs> One out of ten. Well, no, I guess I I, on, on the border chips uh, are uh, come from various companies, but on the border chips are found at Walmart's here in Oklahoma. Okay. I like on the border chips. I think they're in Target too. They're made just right. Frito Lay. <laughs> Frito, Frito Lay. Benito. Really? Frito Benito. <laughs> Boys tell how Poncho fell. I'm going to start singing. Uh oh. It'll be like a. Yeah, there's an ad on TV at the moment, and it's got a guy. Well, I reckon he looks like Brad Pitt, like wearing like some sort of fake mask. 
And it's like a beer ad for like Heineken. And and these other guys are like, look, look, it's Antonio Banderas. And it looks nothing like him, but that was in your glasses or something. So yeah, it's uh, like a Heineken ad. Heineken. Money Mike, any comments, questions? I have a question. As usual. I think that's Ashley. Money Mike. I think it's Ashley. Yeah, I got a question. So what do you think, uh, so... So what do you think uh okay, do you think's gonna it. have new women back again, uh, National Geographic or Playboy? Tell your woman to quit flirting with me. I ain't gonna come down there and have no three way. No, she can't help it. She's like uh, Wait, who's gonna bring back the women? National Geographic or who? Yeah. Yeah. What's the odds of the nude women coming back to the magazine, either new National Geographic or Playboy? National Geographic. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like National Geographic better. It's more cultural. It's the Playboy's fake articles, fake news. Do they still do it on public television? I don't like being titillated. (laughs) Playboy's titillating. (laughs) Well, they definitely are now. They might as well just be called Maxim 2. Yeah. Now, what's Aquila's question? I asked it. (laughs) Why not? Well, you guys were talking, so continue. Hey, Mike. Southern, Southern Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, you, you, like, you like Mexican woman? Yeah, what about it? Yeah, uh, you got one? No, I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying. You like the Mexican woman? You, 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 you. <laughs> well, I mean, San Antonio. Law fan. It's not familiar with the regions of America, and now he's in San Antonio, <laughs> Texas, which is close to Mexico. But there's really no good Mexican women. Trust me, it's hard oh, to find sure a Mexican woman in, in Texas. I'm sure there is. You just gotta, you gotta like go and like claim her and like, uh, like tame her. You know, there's so many Mexican. Make, make so many you might as well just call this place Nexus instead of Texas. Nex, yeah, like uh, like Texican, Texaco, yeah. Once yeah. the Mexican women cross Texican. that border, they get all they get all cocky and stuff. Literally cocky. <laughs> yeah. I'm a woman. Hear me roar! I have rights now. Tia like, du- Jesus. Tia Juana. What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. oh, all is quiet. See. What was that? Uh, be doing a woman. Okay. Well, today it's tomorrow, eh? On the 14th. Okay, okay, yeah. Now it's tomorrow. Uh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, yeah. But not for you guys. <clears throat> I am against doing stuff on these national public holiday things, public events, because I think it's a psyop to tell people you have to do this. Yeah, it's a it's a consumer holiday. It's a commercial consumer 
spend more money, you know, because what, like, you spend, you spend a lot, like, like, let's say you want to buy your woman a decent bunch of roses or whatever, like, that could be like 80 bucks, or like 100 bucks. That's nothing. And if, like, sure, like, I'm not, like, it's a good thing, like, um, it's nothing, <clears throat> The money's nothing when you're giving it to someone you love. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> oh, I got, I got somebody at the door. I'll be back. Well, how many people follow these rituals and their relationships don't work because the the foundation isn't there? Like if you get a, if you go to work all day and you give a woman everything she needs, like a car, house, a couple of kids, you provide for her, whatever the case may be. But some women are so I don't know what you would call it. Oh, it was Valentine's Day, and he didn't get me anything. He must not love me. It's like, look around you, dummy. You got everything you need. What do you call that? It's not vanity. It's uh, shallow, maybe, or dumb. Mm. No. He no, doesn't love me because he didn't get me a flower no. and candies. Oh, no, not that part. But, I mean, it's uh. just sometimes let your woman know you love her. You know, you don't have to necessarily buy anything. You just tell them. Show it. Well, just I show think... up. Just show up. That's all. I mean, like, I love yeah, I mean, that's good. trash, baby. What? That's good, but uh, I think um, that's love not good, the trash thing. You take out the trash. Hang on, hang on. I can't speak. That's not good enough. Come on. I don't know. Or you provide a towel for cleanup when you're done. Something. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I don't like, I don't. It's not, uh, it's not about the money. Like, like spending a hundred bucks on a bouquet of flowers, or even two hundred bucks on a bouquet of flowers. You know, for for your woman on Valentine's Day. You know, it's not about the money. Like, I'd, you know, I'd gladly do that. Um. It's just when you when you think of like the consumer side of it, like the commercial, you know, people. Um, I mean, hey, I'm not I'm I'm not against people becoming rich. I mean, if it enriches other people, good good on them. I mean, I I hope for the best for them, and you know, then I will be blessed myself. I kind of retracted on my original wow. volition, but. No, um, that's kind of how it's like with um that white guy, uh, pro white guy. He's like, uh, you know, um, he really like upset I don't. Oh well, yeah, see, when when he upset me, that was about him disrespecting me. As are you nigger man? I I felt like white man. <laughs> And it's like I like I'm not against him making I mean not making money. I'm not against him having his beliefs. You know, if he believes that everyone on earth should be white then that's what he believes, but it doesn't mean God's gonna grant him that. <clears throat> now Yeah. Now conflated with the Valentine's thing, the same thing, like I kind of I'm a bit 
I don't know, I guess I'm a bit bipolar on the subject of the Valentine's thing because it's sort of like, I don't mind spending the 200 bucks on, on my woman I love. That's not a problem. But at the same time, I know that these, you know, these business people are just milking it because they, they, you know, they know that it's that holiday and they're going to make millions. So they really milk it. So I'm sort of like, eh, I'm kind of neutral. Don't worry about it. You can, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say when this company is like, if you didn't buy a flowers or candy, you get upset. But I'll say Stevie Wonder said it best. I'll just call and say I love you. It wasn't your birthday. It wasn't a holiday. Just was thinking about you. That is good enough. That's what I was talking about. And I mean, not just saying it to be said, but truly meaning it. And indicate that to her. That would be good. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I wish, <clears throat> you know, I'm not sure about fact. I mean, I wish I could call Ashley, but I mean, I don't, on Valentine's Day, but I don't have a number. I know you have a number, Quilla, and I know Mike Miller has a number. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a Skype, but she never logs into it, so I'll probably send her a message on Skype, but that's about all I can do, because I'm not connected. My aunt don't have any other connection to her. Well, I mean, that might be good. I mean, any way you can. Because like I said, if you want her number, that's something you have to ask her. You know. When you yeah, get, I know. I'm not going to ask her. When she ever get on the show, you know, again, you know, that's something you might want to ask her or whatever. Well, my... My uh, last, or oh, one of my older girlfriends years ago, she, I, I got to know her by asking for her number from her friend, and her friend, like, I saw her at a party, we were like 17, I think, 18, somewhere around there, and I saw her like there, and... I didn't really get close to her at the party, but the party was over, and then the next day I, like, texted her friend and asked her for her number, and then she gave, her friend gave um, her friend number to me, and then I called her up, and then that's how we, you know, started dating way back then. And you said that to say what? Well, sorry. Giving the number for her friend. No, I was just telling you. I mean, hey, maybe, maybe I can no, get I'm a number gonna, off you, Akula. That ain't gonna happen, right? <laughs> I thought you were trying to go that way. It's not happening. As I said, hey, man, a man's gotta try. A man's gonna try. <laughs> well, you're trying to, you know, not here. You know, not up in here, eh? Not up not in here. here. Guess what? Not in my I'll just say this. I'm from New York. That should mean a whole lot. <laughs> You're from New York. There you go. In New York. So they don't do You're... certain things. So. Yeah, well, Alicia Keys up in there. <laughs> For dreams yeah. made up. 
Where you get from New York. I think I think she's from Brooklyn as well. Oh. So it's a clusterfuck, New York. Well, Alicia, $100 just to get there. $200 to cross the Verrazano Bridge. <laughs> the GW is like the 80 bucks. I take the um, train. Be done with it. Or the bus. John, to answer your, uh, your question, Roddy K, um, I don't like skinny, skinny girls. I think skinny, skinny girls are too skinny. But even skinny girls are not really. That's what we got here, ladies and gentlemen, is a chubby chaser. They got my beard out. More a cushion for the pushing. It's all good. You, you, you take who you whom you like. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem. You know, someone have somebody. Uh, Them bony chicks uh, leave you hurting. Yeah, and they, they they don't like they don't really have a good appetite either. I mean. That, like I remember when I was at school, I, they can they can sure drink you on the table though. Well, uh, yeah, I suppose not always. Like sometimes they're skinny, and yeah, they're real lightweight. Couple of shots and they're drunk. But yeah, I mean, I guess it depends if they drink like every weekend, then they're fine. Wow. On these calls, I noticed a uh, common denominator is Aquila's holding out for Carl. Lawfans holding out for somebody. No. So who's somebody? What don't Lawfans You and Aquila start talking. Not in this life. That's not going to You don't have to be lonely on RoddyKOnly.com. Roddy Cage trying to not to make us uh, cooler. No, I told you, see, this is what I said. <laughs> I know what I wish for. That's it. I'm done. Lawson, so. are you holding out for Carl, too? Oh, my goodness. You're using the cooler <laughs> to get to Carl, ain't you? Huh? Oh, my goodness. You, you, oh, all, you see, you, you are Alex Jones. You're, I, I swear you're Alex Jones' brother or something. I have found you out. You, Full of, put now you're you're full of you're full of conspiracies. <laughs> you got all the conspiracies. Now anyone and like I said, even when that happened, me Paul get married, they call me. Oh, could you ask all this thing? I do construction. You ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> That's good. Well, I mean, I don't play. Oh, oh yeah. wait a minute. Catch five. Oh, let me see your link. I don't, I don't go on those shows, okay? Wonder, wonder no, what I'm not with that. What side are you on? Are you on the match.com? No, I'm not on any side. I don't bother with that crap. No, I don't bother with that crap. It's stupid. 
I bet um, guess five is on plenty of fish. <laughs> That's funny right there. Chris, I think my there you go. I think my brother does like tender and uh, tender crap. But um yeah, I said to him there's probably a lot of fake stuff on there. Like I said, I'm not with any of that. Uh, <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah, and then I heard some people post themselves on like Craigslist. <laughs> oh yeah, they have one on Craigslist. Like, woman thinking woman, bro. man thinking man, yeah. woman and man. I'm like, what? Craigslist is shady, 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 shady. My company hires oh, people yeah, right. for there. It's like, Lord have mercy. Oh, the turnover, rate, the turnover rate in my company is so bad. Because of that Craigslist. I mean, it's not that the Craigslist is bad, but the people that back in the day, that was like a like a secret criminal degenerate, you know, hookup place. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Wait, so how does it affect your company? Well, there are certain sites or certain things that are equated with just not good behavior. So when they put when they put their company information on there that they're hiring, the people who frequent that site are not the top quality choices. I mean, they have this that they pass the test just to barely get by, but their mental capacity they're not very honorable. Okay. Yeah. That was I, a, that was a, I think that was a site people went to back in the day to get you know hookups and flings too. Okay, yeah, I mean, if it, you know, if it all comes, by like if their roots, if the root of the, of, you know, the history of the website, that's what it was in the beginning, then, you know, it's not very good. Um, though I heard about, there, there's a major site, um, Ashley Madison, apparently that got hacked and uh, a lot of, like, uh, a lot of the people's information got hacked, like, and they found there was, um, a lot of people on that website, like judges and lawyers and, pe- you know, people in high society and, and Congress, you know, politics. <laughs> All types of people on that site because some hacker went and Ooh. hacked and found their addresses. 130. I'm just reporting the news live. That's what I'm trying to do. 130,000 people asked to leave their houses in California around Chico because of the threat of a dam breaking. Oh, really? oh my God. Somebody better build that ark right quick. It's judgment coming. I thought it might have been fires or something. Damn it. God damn it. God damn. It's a break. It's a dam breaking. Wait, do, does California have, have fires all year round? California screwed. It's on fire. It's dry. It's flooding. It's freezing. It's Mexicans. Flo- I don't know. California is just a curse. <laughs> I'm telling you, just a Superman back in the 78 or 79 Superman, Christopher Reeves, uh, when Lex Luthor sent those missiles down there, and the San Andreas fault, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Superman had to go stop the flood. <laughs> well, I think I think California is just one big Hollywood set, eh? I'm uh, telling you, Illuminati. Look, the Illuminati took out Christopher Reeves on that horse uh, 
many years ago so that they could set up this flood, I'm telling you. Sounds like some heaven almighty stuff. We we uh, we got a false flag operation going on right now in California. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure Evan Almighty Alex was actually. Jones. I'm sure Evan Almighty was filmed in like the city was um, like it was either L.A. or California, somewhere in California, maybe Pasadena or something. I don't know. Unless I'm wrong. I think it was. You guys seen that movie? What movie? Evan Evan Almighty. Steve Carell yeah. plays he plays yeah, no Jim Jim Carrey did the other one, Bruce Almighty. Hey Money Mike, are you still listening, Money Mike? Money Mike, he's probably <laughs> recording. Money Mike uh Knows uh, Bruce Almighty because Morgan Freeman was in there as God, a, b- a black man as God. Black, black man, white man on Mount Everest. Oh, I love this place. This is just, I, I really love it, this place. How would you like to have half my power? I'd like a good beer buzz early in the morning. I'm Morgan Freeman. I mean, electric I'm bills are too high down here. I don't want. I don't want half your power. I ain't paying no damn electric bill. I can't do miracles, damn. Right. Well, yeah, I'm a yeah, grown ass man, dog. Yeah, his face gone. Myself, damn. I, I'm a grown ass <laughs> man. Black man don't be paying no half your power bill, nigga. What's wrong with yeah, you, white man? Trying to pass the electric bill down to the black man, right? I came a long way since the uh, electric company, please. <laughs> Put half, you know, half your power, half your responsibility on the black man, right? Easy reader. That's my name. <laughs> That's right. Guess five. Guess five is wise. Said uh, California went downhill after Beverly Hillbillies went off the air. <laughs> oh, I saw the Beverly Hills. Let me do an Andrew Dice the, play. Well, they were the, well, they were the smartest uh, people in in the whole damn. Uh, Here's some. We need some dice. So they loaded up that hunk of shit they called a truck, and moved to Beverly Hills. That is, movie stars, pimps, dykes, hookers. They got their fortune <laughs> Made the made the extra profit by uh, selling the rheumatiz medicine. <laughs> nice, nice place to bring the <laughs> family. Right. Oh my gosh. Hey, hang on a second. Just in case, God forbid, that flood comes over here to Texas and destroys us, yeah. Oklahoma. Right. Can I get a really? Can you? You got an official really? 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 Praise God! Praise God! Really? I combined uh, Cheyenne with Eric 77 on that one. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't really? 
On boot, Miss 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 Chicken. Now wait a minute. Uh oh. Right, now what are you what are you guys talking about now? A boot. What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? A cooler do, 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 do that when Eric comes on. Hang on, Aquila, are you going to be up for a while? I uh, probably will. Why? Brought to you by Viagra. If you would, I, w- I want to stop this one. You want to start your call? Mine? Come on. Well, I'm, t- I'm tired <laughs> like of monitoring this one. I've got to charge my, gotta charge my phone. Back. So. Jumping all back right, and forth all day. Okay. Yeah, well, you can continue it. I'll just go ahead and one four zero. We should have a triple, have a triple simulcast. Money Mike, Freddie K, Actually, wait. All right. Wait. I'm going to wait, switch over to one four zero one three six. All right. Are you going to the Mori call? Yeah, law, yeah. Law fan will just play music on his call. <laughs> Are you going to go to Mori call? Hang on a, hang on a minute. The Mori call. Here's here's to honor Cheyenne and and uh, Angela. Hang on. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.